Hi, Diddly Ho listeners, and welcome in. This is episode 84 of The SoCo Show. Uh, I can't quite yet tell you who I am, uh, but we'll get to that in just a second. I am joined, as always, by Seth Ott. Hello. Our last week together in our, person. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be excited to go back to not having to look across at you <laughs> while we speak. And we're also joined by a very, very special guest this week. Big man, Jared Buckendall joins the show. <laughs> the big man is here. We're talking movies with the big man and boobies <laughs> and boobies, movies and boobies with the big man. Now's as good a time as any uh, that we announce we're adding to the SoCo Network uh, movies and boobies with Jared Buckendall <laughs> weekly podcast with the big man <laughs> with the big man Z one hundred five with the big man movies and boobies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we oh, go. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> We're off to a great start here <laughs> on episode it to 84. Be. That was in the agenda. I was supposed to mm, introduce right. myself. Don't break, the thir- don't break the fourth wall. It's uh, it's it's that good was, to have This is you. an extremely planned podcast <laughs> every week, okay? We are word for word scripted, scripted, so let's let's not get out of line here. Where is the script? Where is as scripted as the real world? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, this is, again, episode 84. Jared joins us. Thank you for coming on. A uh, lot of fun stuff. We're going to be movie-centric uh, this week, and we have a really fun Mambo number 5, and I'm sure we're going to get uh, off the rails more than once, uh, so this should be a fun show. Now, to address the matter of my name, uh, I didn't use it at the top of the show, but before we get into that, actually, one more thing. Uh, Jared, you are owed a congratulatory sounder for your victory in last week's Oscar game. For three for the win, yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! Green Book hits the buzzer beater, keeping Seth from pulling in for the tie. So Jared's our champion. Yeah, I pulled time. out with that win. It was uh, it was actually a pretty tight race between what, close. Seth, myself, and uh, Dan. I was nowhere close. Airtight? Yeah. No, that, that show that you guys put on, that was really cool. The just kind of... I, I didn't even remember half my picks, so like just kind of yeah. going through and figuring out stuff and leading up to the very last, uh, basically it came down to the very last uh, best picture or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. It did. It was better than the Super Bowl, I would say. Um, yeah, SpongeBob didn't show up at either of them. Yeah, it was kind of bullshit. We got ripped off. Not enough SpongeBob in our lives lately, at least in mine. I guess I can't speak for everybody else. But yeah. Seth has decided, because I was unable to complete the new release rectal exam last week, which, by the way, will remain the new release rectal exam. Huzzah. Seth's victory over me last week in the contest. Seth has decided to include in your gift package, Jared, not only uh, the digital download code for Split, which used to be rightfully mine. Ooh, I'm sorry. But also the uh, the naming rights for for your boy during the month of March, since, uh, since I... Didn't didn't complete the game last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You the thing is, you can't put a price on these naming rights. You get that name, the what co-host or mm-hmm. we, we're not going to call that for a whole month. And uh, am I supposed to reveal this it's, or kind of go through the names that I kind of threw aside? Ooh, do that. Do do some uh, honorable do, mentions. Do should some we? Honorable... Should we? Do, do you have? Do you have enough for? Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. These uh-huh. are Jared's top five co-host right. rename options, Here. leading all the way up until the number one. <laughs> March nickname. Here we go. I'm excited for this. Okay. Number right, uh, five. Um, we're going with the the number five. That one's pretty easy. Chode Malone. We're going with number five. That one. I like Chode Malone. <laughs> Chode Malone's pretty good. Maybe that one will come back. Number four. 
Um, number four is DJ Cream Machine. <laughs> <laughs> that one was close. That was. I, I, if they're getting better than DJ Cream Machine, then I'm pretty excited about this. <laughs> okay. Number three. Um, number three is this one. This one's not even good. This one should have been fifth. Francesca Fisty the Fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was a pretty good spot. I do like that one. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> okay for some reason fisty is in a lot of these so this one <laughs> fisty mcwaffle pants the creator of the mcpenis fillet <laughs> i'm glad we didn't go that's yes. a, that's a mouthful and, yeah. and i mean that every time. <laughs> and number one all right so the number one the one that you're gonna be called Maybe I would have, should have went with one of the other ones, but it's going to be Sir Fisty McRopes the <laughs> Third. Oh my god! Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> okay, Sir Fisty McRopes the Third. Yeah, the that's third. how. That's yeah, how. you're third generation. It's prestigious family name <laughs> of the Ropes family. Third generation. I'm a third generation Fisty. Fisty McRopes. I'm a third generation well, you're Fisty. A sir. You're a sir, so you're knighted. So Sir, sir Fisty McRopes the Third. Sir Fisty Mc. <laughs> I can't find Sir McRopes. Yeah, we'll go with the that. The third. Yeah, the third. Okay. Your royalty. I uh, I feel very special and You're powerful. You're heir to the Ropes fran- or, uh, <laughs> franchise. <laughs> franchise, yeah. It's a movie. Just, like, all ropes are made by my family. This summer, <laughs> the Ropes <laughs> strike back. The Roast fists you. <laughs> That's what they do in Soviet Russia. Don't fist me. Sir Fisty McRopes the third. the third. Yeah, yeah. I don't have trouble remembering that. Yeah. And well, hey, it's better that. than that long penis McFlay whatever. Yeah, it is better than that <laughs> yeah, one. They that only serve that in April. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, the penis McFlay Mc the Flay Mc I can't even say it. <laughs> Filet-o penis. Keep, yeah, Filet-o penis can can have it on Fridays during lunch. <laughs> <laughs> this tastes a little fishy to me. Oh no, oh, that's nasty. Um, we haven't even gotten into chic tweets yet. This is good. So, uh, once again, it is episode 84. This is Sir Fisty McRopes the third, <laughs> and I am joined by Seth Ott and at Jared Buckendall here for uh, a fun, fun show. We're gonna we're gonna have a good time. Before we jump into chic tweets, want to give a quick shout out to all the participants of last week's Oscar game. We had a lot of fun keeping score. Uh, so it was myself and Seth, uh, Jared, Mike, Dan, and Bryant. Thank you for sending in your picks. And uh, even though I wish uh, that I had won, I'm glad that Seth didn't. So it was a rewarding experience. I beat you. That's all that matters. Yeah. Well, you suck. You still got to make that new sounder. I'm going to, yeah, still got to make the new TV corner sounder, which is going to be fun and interesting. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you can't just change one thing in it and call it good. Sure are you, you going to have like an in memoriam like s- segment to re- we remember do all of retired the... sound? We could do an entire yeah. retired we'll have sounders. a Viking funeral for yeah. it. That and Rip Torn, since you refuse to bring that back. Yeah, I don't want to use that one either. Mainly because I don't want your Google to keep sending you ads for Dylan Strongwood. No, I, I use of your Google history. I use the incognito mode, man. I'm smart about it. <laughs> got to look. You got to use incognito mode when you're looking at male porn stars. There you go, so or everybody... female. Either one. <laughs> we, we don't discriminate on this show. No, no, we do not. Nice. So let's uh, let's get into the show. We're gonna start like we always do with chic tweets. I call you a punk. All right. Well, of course, uh, we didn't have time to talk about it. Uh, it was fresh news on uh, on Oscar Sunday, at least in this in the chic world. But uh, Iron Cheek again, 
pop culture guy. He's he's the number one pop culture guy probably in the country, I would have to say. <laughs> he comments on everything that happens. And uh, so he was watching the Oscars just like a lot of us. And so he had a couple comments that I wanted to uh, wanted to share with everyone. Uh, the first one he, he mentioned, I think when the Golden Globes happened, he's a big fan of uh, the movie Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> and so he, he comments, the Crazy Rich Asians nominated for Best Picture. If not, Oscar, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, but then the big thing, the biggest news uh, that happened was, of course, Lady Gaga and uh, Bradley Cooper. That was like the, the thing that's been shown over and over again. There's been controversy around it. Uh, Brett, uh, Iron Sheik had a little bit to say about that. He says, I swear to the Jesus, I thought Gaga and the Bradley Cooper were going to sing Shiki Baby. <laughs> oh, well, maybe next year, Bubba. <laughs> I think that's a song we could write and win some awards with. That's true. We just write a song about Shiki Baby. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work very well. Baby. Yeah, it's there. Shiki Baby. Tell me something, Bubba. Jabroni. Jabroni. She. Oh, God. That didn't feel good. Did it sound good? No, not at all. We'll have to get the auto-tune, folks, on that one. Uh, Oscar comments from uh, from the Iron Sheik. This week in Sheik Tweets. I call you a punk. Let's shout out our sponsors. We have, first of all, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in the description box. You're going to get your first 30 days of Audible and your first book for free. Free! <laughs> there it is. Uh, Mathis Designs on Etsy. It's etsy.com slash shop slash Mathis Designs for all of your stationery and graphic design needs. Is this one ad? It's paid. Paid! Oh, paid, my bad. Paid. Redo. Failure. It's oh, a swing and a miss. Swing and a miss for Jared. That's okay. You got a chance to redeem himself <laughs> because we also have Mike's Wood, Etsy.com slash shop slash corn fed and wed to get your wood worked. Ugh. There it is. That's awesome, bro. Really, really well done. That's Seth's mouth is touching Mike. I don't, I definitely don't want to ever look at you doing that. Yeah, it was like an ice cream cone. He was like licking it. Yeah, it's, yep, now he's putting it on. Uh. Yep, he's trying to swallow the microphone. That is going to be good. So for the folks at home, uh, to set the scene, we are here in, in Jared's basement, and Seth uh, no pants. is missing yep. his he's missing his mic arm, and so he's having to hold his mic, and he cannot help himself <laughs> but trying nope. to put it into his throat when yeah. he holds the phallic mic. It's true. So make your, draw your own conclusions. Anyone who sees me with a popsicle, mm-mm, it's <laughs> not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be around that. Yeah. Uh, those are our sponsors, and we're probably going to be doing a lot of moving around and dicking around today, so we may end up out of order, but we do have a schedule. Uh, we're going to have, um, in a second, we're going to get into our one-word summaries, then Mambo number 5, and then some movie talk uh, to round things out, and a couple of fun things before the end of the show as well. So, let's jump in now to our one-word summaries. There's only one word to describe you, and I'm going to spell it out for you! Ooh. One word summaries. This is the segment where Seth has scoured the internet for wacky news stories. He's picked three of them and is going to describe each with one word apiece. Based on those one word summaries, Jared and I are going to choose a story for us to discuss here on the show. Uh, but don't worry if we don't select the, the, the story that you wanted to hear about. You can find links to all three stories in the description box of this podcast. You can also find links to all of our sponsors and all of our contact information. So make sure you check out the description box for all the fun info on this week's show. Timestamps as well, in case you'd like to jump around. Uh, we'll include some some things in there. So, 
That being said, Seth, what do we have this week for one-word summaries? Your words are buffet, suit, and couple. Buffet, suit, and couple. You like buffet. I yeah, like buffet. for some reason I was going with that one, but I thought you were laughing because of that. I, I mean, it, it is a funny... I like the, uh, the uh, synonym smorgasbord. The, yeah, the thing well. is with this buffet one, it's probably going to be someone got kicked out for eating too much food. Mm-hmm. Someone jizzed into the ranch at a buffet. Yeah, yeah. What were the other Which, two options? That that any golden corral you're going to, there's jizz in the ranch. Exactly. You know? That's pr- the price of admission. What do you think yeah, the golden part of golden corral is? <laughs> Piss. <laughs> uh, suit, <laughs> suit and couple are the other two. I bet the th- I bet the couple is like Florida couple does something some freaky sex thing and gets caught and then suit someone suit. made a suit out of some armpit hair like someone's skin or something yeah, yeah. Hmm. we don't even have to read them we already just yeah, yeah. We, that, that's, that's it been, this has been one word summaries. <laughs> that's the show this week folks bye only. well okay we gotta pick one um let's go with couple 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 hmm. not i didn't expect that one but uh it's a good one all right so buffet was two people arrested after a buffet brawl over crab legs so that Jared had that pretty close. Nice. <laughs> Where was it? Florida. Let's see. I feel like all of these Alabama. Florida. Okay, ah, close, close enough. enough. Alabama. Oh, get, get your hands off them crab legs. You think they're on the Florida shore? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then suit was man in gorilla suit breaks in home, hides under bed. <laughs> <laughs> Holy! Sh- was it his? Did he know these people? I guess you'll have to read to find out. Oh, there it is. Hit the link in the description box, Jared, and you can read about that Dang, one. Dang. Later sold on. me. Not that's, that's I, didn't, I didn't read any of it. But Can you imagine if a gorilla just crawled out from under your bed? <laughs> I think it's like Caesar coming out. Point it to the apes. I would, I, would, I would hang with Caesar because yeah. we could have a conversation. But any other gorilla is going to no, fucking murder yeah. him. You can tell him how he's robbed of Oscars for the, the yeah, street Yeah, that's films. exactly what I'm going to tell him. Yeah. Um, and then the couple is Vermont couple married at Walmart where they met. Nice. Um, and it, so, an assistant manager pronounced Joanne and Willem. William. Willem. Willem. I bet he goes by Willie. Willie. Hey, Willie Dev. <laughs> William Bolander in front of a display of flowers. So they even they even did it in front of the flower section. So you know it was a classy wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bride wore black, but that wasn't the most unusual thing about a wedding in Berlin, Vermont, last week. She was not wearing paint. <laughs> uh, the couple chose to get married in Walmart with the ceremony performed by an assistant manager. According to news reports, Joanne and Willem, William, goddammit, Bollinger, both employees at Walmart, met there. They had planned to get married at the local courthouse when the retailer's personnel manager offered the store as a venue. That's depressing. <laughs> I mean, we went to Walmart earlier today, and I was like, yeah, someone's probably gotten married here. <laughs> you could just feel the love in the air. At, at least the someone, if, if they haven't been married, they, someone's at least been conceived there. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Um, the ceremony is set for the employee bake break room area with the assistant manager, who is also a minister, officiating. But at the last minute, the wedding is moved to the area of the store with the fresh flowers on display. There's no fresh flowers in, in Walmart. Mm, we called flowers. Yeah. Yeah, that's the gist of it. But uh, I, I, I thought going in, it was going to be like two people met at Walmart, like through a meet cute type thing where like mm-hmm. the vodka broke and they like slipped in it and sued the store because... You know, Walmart. That's how every romantic comedy starts. <laughs> I've seen that so many times. On the old glad. slip on the vodka and Walmart mm-hmm. trope. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's actually a better story than I anticipated in terms of like. So you're it's not that weird. It's love, weird. Love is still a thing. Yeah, love exists. It's yeah. out there. Hmm. We're all yeah, just... I can't even find someone to marry me in a church, let alone. <laughs> okay, uh, go around the room. Where, if you got to pick any place, real or fictional. So it could be like the Death Star if you want. Mm. Where would you get married if you got to pick? I have a couple options in mind. Um, 
It's down either between U.S. Bank Stadium, uh, 50-yard line in Minnesota, all the bells and whistles, all that stuff. That's a good one. Um, if So it can be like any venue, though? Like I can go back Anything. in time? Yeah. Any place, anywhere, anytime. Well, we were just talking earlier. Any setting. Talking earlier, um, WrestleMania 17, mm-hmm. I would go like in the middle of the ring with all those people going crazy at WrestleMania while I get married. And Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out. He's my best man. Sorry. <laughs> I'd get to drink beer with him all day, anyway, yeah, so that's fine. Unlimited. Bush my groomsmen in order go: uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, best man, The Rock uh, next, and then you're, you can be third. That's I'm only fair. having three. I'm keeping it small, so you should feel honored. I'm he's, okay with that. He's an yeah. honorary groomsman. Yep. Yeah. Or maybe I'll put like uh, Mick Foley in there, and then you can be like a ring bearer. I'd be a ring bearer. Yeah. Yeah, I could wear a ref outfit. And then a fucking uh, Reverend Devon can officiate it. Oh, testify. <laughs> oh, man. We got to do this. Uh, listeners out there, I know I know most of you are women. Um, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even say that. I couldn't even face. keep it through. Uh, if anyone's interested in marrying Seth at and WrestleMania has bil- 17. And it has access to a time machine. Yeah, then let us know. And uh, Seth is, I think... Uh, I think we could describe Seth as a, a generous lover, mm-hmm. and he's always there to give. He is. He's always giving. He's got gentle and soft hands. Um, just a good and a tongue like a Labrador. And a tongue like a Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, bro. <laughs> um, no, my honest answer though, like if I could pick a current venue, would be U.S. Bank Stadium, fifty yard line. Hmm. Well, pretty good they're one. also handing me a Super Bowl ring for <laughs> being part of the Vikings organization when they win next year. They put the ring on your hand instead of you. <laughs> yeah <laughs> what about you guys uh i don't know i was just thinking i was like well i like a lot of movies and stuff i'm trying to think of something fr- iconic for movies i'd probably just say like that what chinese theater in la mm. but like on a premiere night where there's a bunch of people and photographers roll up in a limo that'd be pretty fucking yeah. tight mall rats they had uh at the jaws ride uh have you seen mall rats <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one and the shark pops out right when they mm. say i do <laughs> i think i would i would do um I would do like the moon during uh, Earthrise. You know, Earthrise on the moon. Have you seen that photo? It's what happens when Earth comes up over the horizon. I mean, I figured. I haven't seen the photo. Yeah, yeah it's I... really fucking dope. That yeah. would be that would be it. Oh. And I would have a, a space uh, a space suit that looked like a tuxedo. Ooh, and that'd be, be good. fucking tight. I'd be yeah. like James Bond and Moonraker. Would you like uh, what do they call consummate the marriage? Is that what it's called? Would yeah, like a, would you do that on the moon? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Could do all sorts of upside down Man, stuff. Man, think about all the ropes you'd be shooting. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sir uh, Sir Fisty does does like to shoot his moon ropes, so <laughs> I don't like that one at all. There's that's... G's everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. Where? What are we doing right now? This is one word summaries. So, yeah. Yeah. There's only one word to describe you, and I'm gonna Uh, jizz ropes on the moon i think our number one contender so far for title of this week's yeah, episode we'll true. see we'll see if any other contenders send it to the, the printers room. print it press it publicate it i don't know how do you do newspapers <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know share on facebook yeah publish. <laughs> oh yeah publish there you go yeah. that's one we'll have to get uh we'll have to get tom hanks and meryl streep in here to 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 tell the, f- the world about it. Hey, Spider-Man, take those pictures for us. <laughs> hey, we need a picture for the front page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking A. Spider-Man. Um, you know what I love? Um, if, what was it? There's a quote. Um, don't... Go chasing waterfalls? <laughs> that is a good one. Hmm. 
it's like, um, don't go out with anybody who demands that you change. Go out with people who demand photos of Spider-Man. Ah, uh, yeah, it's that's how you get that's, Jonah that's Jameson. That's good. I like that. Yeah, that, that actually that that should be one of you guys' uh, dating profiles. We need pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd actually I should get a photo of me banging should, on the thing. Like you're texting with someone, they're like, "Ooh, what do you want to see?" You'd be like, "I need pictures of Spider-Man." Want <laughs> <laughs> okay. an extra whip? No, oh, no. <laughs> uh, whip, whip, whip. I don't whip. like that one. Double tap to release and then whip it out. <laughs> That's how uh, that's how Louis C.K. does it. Oh, that's oh. nasty. That's bad. We should. Oh man, keep going to start talking about Kevin Spacey to cover up for that one. Uh, or I don't know. Cut out all of this. That's a sticky conversation. I don't <laughs> think we gotta. Oh no! This house, can't, of, this house of cards is falling right now. Oh no! <laughs> we just can't stop ourselves. Yeah. This is. Uh... It's just like we're all the usual suspects. Oh my god! <laughs> Here we go. I'm out of Kevin Spacey stuff. <laughs> I don't. I think if we did a couple more puns, I think then we'd have. About Dude, I seven. think we could at least. Think, I think we could at least think of like twenty-one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ooh, a double number. Man, that's a that's a pretty big number. Yeah, that's not something that you know. You'd have to be like a grown adult for that one. You couldn't be like a baby driver and think of that many. <laughs> oh man, that guy has nine lives. <laughs> oh, my God. That's your Kevin Spacey <laughs> is nine lives. Oh my god! This, this is been your, everyone saw that, right? <laughs> this has been your very uh, not politically correct Miles Minute. <laughs> yeah, this is not a very good, uh, not a very good Miles Minute. But I would say that it's all been very like we didn't set up for that. It was all very fluid and just happened. And and I think there's just an American beauty to something god. that happens <laughs> just like that. Go with that one. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> We gotta get a sounder for Miles Minutes. Yeah. We definitely gotta do that. Just like a clock ticking. That would be fun, but you yeah. don't have to always do Miles. Just like randomly a, a, a yeah. person comes up in conversation, you just go with it. They're all titled about Miles. It's all titled the Miles Minute. Mm-hmm. But, and then we'll get a couple sounders of Ma- Miles Teller doing stuff for um for the sounder. And then we'll we'll get into Miles Minutes all the time. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be fucking sweet. I think I think we keep that as a good idea. Well, that's a fun little accidental miles minute. Uh, let's move into our next segment. This should be an interesting one. We're gonna we're gonna turn down the lights for a very spooky edition of Mambo Number Five. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo Number Five. Why are we doing this topic? I forgot. There was a reason. Um, we talked about in last week's uh, butthole exam. Um, <laughs> us us was is a release in March. So ah uh, yes, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Peele's Us is gonna be the next and probably the the the, the first. Uh, horror hit of 2019 and we uh we got to thinking about horror and things that scare us and we got we thought that a good topic for this week's mamba number five our top five scariest moments and this can be on any medium it doesn't have to be movies it can be tv or video games i doubt there's any in sports uh, maybe though i don't know but uh top five scariest moments and and we're all kind of some sissies about being scared so i'm sure that we'll have some you really see horror movies. There's gonna be some, yeah. That's yeah, you're true. probably the bravest of us three. I am super brave and tough, and I get that I a don't lot. Think so. that, but he just likes to see I bad movies. See that's different. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, um, I like. I want to use the spooky. <laughs> that's a spooky sound. We don't use that anymore. 
Well, have you ever used that? I've never heard that one. It, it's the sounder for when I describe a th- thought uh, of a horror movie, but we haven't done that in a long because time. Because I keep going to Seth keeps going to him. Yeah, yeah stop sorry. going to him. I'm just sabotaging all your segments. Yeah, you just don't want my segments to succeed, but to we talk. get to listen to the fucking Fox fart light uh, <laughs> horns every month. That's, Again, we're keep that. you made it. You made it. That's how you sound. <laughs> you well, at, least it, it. at least it doesn't sound like a bunch of farts. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. We're in Mambo number five, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Uh, how how do we want to? Well, why don't uh, why don't we let Jared go first, and we'll count it down from five. All right. Number five. I mean, I, I'm terrified by a lot of stuff, but uh, I would say number five hitting for me is from uh, video games. Um, probably that the the Scissor Man from uh, Outlast <laughs> Ooh, that chases you. Yeah. I don't like that guy, and even maybe the big guy too. But like that whole game is just. Get anxiety inducing because you're walking around you're w- uh, keeping track of your batteries and just people are it's Fuck not good game. yeah i loved watching cody play that game because a majority of that game was like sitting and waiting in like closet shit and then running away from people and cody like one of cody's biggest fears is being chased yeah and so when he was being chased by those people and like darting into rooms to go and get into oh my god just ah! Well, that's the thing. It's just complete panic. Like, you're sneaking around, then once you're caught, you're just running and running mm-hmm. and running. It's, ooh. And it was fucking dark the whole time. Eh, fuck that game. Yeah. I hate that game. I, I thought you loved it. I, uh, I'm i going to bring in my number five, and let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so my number five is in the middle of the movie Sinister, which I know neither of you have seen. But it is, it's, it would, if I did my top horror movies since 2000, it would be one of them. I'd I saw say. Sinister 2 with you. I never saw Sinister 2. Or no, I saw Conjuring 2 with you. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Conjuring 2. So I watched that through a candy the box. First, uh, the first Sinister, though, you've got Bagul, and he's the scary-looking fucking dude that haunts my dreams. And he lives <laughs> Sounds in like like, a film. Mario villain. He lives yeah. in film. He lives in the films, yeah. They're home oh. movies. They're home movies. And um, what you find out is he shows up, kidnaps a kid, and takes them into the films, the film strips, and then murders the whole rest of the family. And the film strips are footage of the murders happening. And then Ethan Hawke finds it, and Bagul starts showing up around his house. So the crazy scene that I'm talking about is a, is a jump scare where there's these ghost kids running around in Ethan Hawke's house, and he follows one up into his attic, and he pokes his head up the alli- mm-hmm. attic hole, mm-hmm. and he's looking in there, and all the ghost kids are sitting in a semicircle watching a... Um, a a projector film screen movie, one of the fucked up scary ones. And they all turn their heads very slowly and look over at Ethan Hawke and he's sitting there. And then you're holding on a frame of this scene from his vantage point and then leaning into the shot. The shot doesn't cut. It stays still, but leaning into the shot is the actual face of Bagul, which to this point you haven't seen outside the film. It's the first time he's outside of the film and he's just like leans into the shot. Is and it it's quick or is fucking it slow? Horror. No, it's quick. Oh. It's like boom, he leans in. But it's so it's so weird and unnatural because it doesn't cut to him. He comes into the shot, and it's I've never seen a jump scare quite like that, uh, without any camera movement or anything like that. And it fucks me up every single time. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it's awful. I have I still have nightmares about this fucking guy. Hmm. Well, my number five is uh, not terrifying in the traditional sense. Uh, this one is one that I was uh, kind of it freaked me out as a kid. Uh, it's not Rockadoodle, which I've talked about before. Cockadoodle. <laughs> it is Cockadoodle, the porn parody. Oh um, no! No, it's nice. uh, <laughs> it's uh, from a classic children's movie, uh, still loved by many today. 
uh, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Ooh. Um, that the tunnel scene when he's Dude, on the boat when he's horrifying. screaming and the colors are flashing and the that one guy with the glasses is in there and he's looking weird and that's it's a pretty freaky scene especially when you're you know six seven years old whenever you first see it. Uh, it's one of the first movies I ever saw and like hmm. the 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 older I got like when I was a kid at least um, the more it was like this is freaky, but. Oh yeah, because like what Slugworth is showing, yeah, and then Slugworth. there's like cockroaches, and yeah, it's, there's like it, it, it just goes off the wall. It's just like hey, what, what kind up. of footage do we have, and just threw it in there. <laughs> have you seen it? Oh, it's yeah. been I I saw it when I was a kid. I okay. don't think I've watched it since then. Really? And I th- it must have been lost on me how fucked up it was because now I hear about like how yeah. he's a serial killer and like oh, yeah. yeah, all these yeah. people are dead and <laughs> like the his family is all sleeping in one bed for some fucking reason. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird. Uh, a I don't weird watch. It. I don't. Really I've old. not gone back to it in ages. Yeah, it's super it's old. What, so. from the seventies or something? I think yeah. it's older than complete, that. Complete, uh, complete random side note. But have you guys seen Snowpiercer? No. Is that the train yeah, Chris yeah. Evans is on? Yeah. I have not seen. Have it. you, uh-uh. uh, Seth? Oh, okay. Basically, I watched, I stumbled upon some YouTube video that said Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is a prequel to Snowpiercer, <laughs> and it's a good video. I'm like, I, I'd buy this. <laughs> yeah. I know what Snowpiercer is about, but I've never seen it. Yeah. Number four. All right, number four. This one, this one ruined me. At, like when I was a child, I think I just got exposed to certain things that just ruined my life. <laughs> and this isn't even a scary Cocaine. movie now. Well, there's that, but that didn't ruin my life. That enhanced it. <laughs> um, I got so much energy. When I went to like my aunt uncle's for like a weekend or something, they took us to the library and they're like, "You can rent whatever movie you want." And we thought Gremlins was a good oh, movie no. to rent. And I was like... Ooh, that is a good one. I, maybe I was like seven or eight. I, I, I wasn't... A, I shouldn't have been watching it. Because <laughs> the thing is, those like... When they when when uh, Gizmo transforms into the other ones, that's what scared the bejesus out of me. And also, it probably didn't help because I later found out... Um, I talked to them like a year ago. They are like, yeah, our house was haunted. Like what? They legit had a ghost that they knew in the house, so maybe that's what was adding to Get it. Get out of here! Dead serious. Like I, I'll have to tell you about that another time. But wait, hold on. No, Wait, you no, have to tell it you now. You can't skip over. Okay. Yeah. So okay. you're telling me that there is, and you're you're asserting I'm with confidence 100%. that there is a ghost. They they seen they had said this said that they had seen it multiple times. And All right. Like, what it things, like? We I don't yeah, know. They we're gonna put a, I, we're putting a hard pause on the Mambo number five, I, and I, we have to talk I, about okay. this fucking ghost okay. right now. Yeah. So they lived in this really old house, and it was old, and it was crickety and weird, and like the even the bathroom was terrifying because it's like one of those old just steel tubs and with the, like the claw feet yeah Ugh, fuck yeah those. And, someone always dies in those and it i every time i was there i just had a weird off feeling and i was like eh, it's maybe just an old house or maybe it's not familiar with or i'm not familiar with this house so that's why it seems weird but yeah like gremlin scared the bejesus out of me but yeah i talked to my aunt recently and then also my cousins and they're like oh yeah there was someone that lived there we I mean, it it wasn't like it ever terrorized them, but they would, every now and then, they'd turn and see something in, like, one of the rooms. And I don't, believe me, Get I don't, no I don't, way. I don't believe, I, I don't, no way. I do, ghost and shit, that, I do not even want to talk about that, because that <laughs> stuff scares me, because it's unknown, but I do believe people have seen ghosts. Man! Yeah. I don't know, man. Did you, you believe in, you I, had ghosts, you had ghosts in your own house. I, I, yeah, I like, I, yeah, I, I, I don't. It, it's tough to explain. Yeah, because I don't. The, the older I've got, are you crying? No, <laughs> like you're crying. I was just this ghost thing is <laughs> so upset. Um, there is stuff that happened when growing up that I can't explain, and like my parents even talked about it. But since then, 
I've never experienced anything. Maybe it's just. Well, you I'm know, glad yours didn't right? follow you to me living with you. That's true. I'd have moved out of yeah. the fucking house. I mean, I, are, isn't the rule is that like they're confined to the house or something? I've why is the rules, though? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, why are there ghost rules? The there, rule, the there, rule. Someone needs to publish a book on ghost rules. Can they follow you? Can they not? Are they like herpes? Can you get rid of them? What's the deal? <laughs> the um, The ghosts... The one, the rule of being a person, really the only rule of being a person is you die, mm-hmm. and they're already breaking that fucking rule. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think they don't care about your rules. I don't but know. I don't, I, no, none of that has ever happened to me. Ever. Yeah. Like I've seen, so like things I've, nothing like where I've seen a, like a figure, actually. Like I've seen kind of what I thought might have been like a shadow, which could have been just a shadow. The ones that are kind of inexplainable is, I think, if I remember correctly, my mom and dad were sleeping. Uh, my mom felt a tug on her side of the bed with um like i think towards her feet with the the sheets or whatever and then she was like she thought it was my dad and he's like stop and then my dad felt the same thing on his side of the bed that night um, and they sh- talked about it the next morning and, and they're like yeah that wasn't me i wasn't doing it get out uh, that's disturbing me and yeah, then see, I, was- I don't even think we should be talking about this because <laughs> someone's gonna come out of the ground here so. the other oh, one man. i heard that for me that was I think I've explained one. So I used to have one where a door closed. It for sure closed. Yeah. But I think it might have just been pressure. It slammed, but I think it might have been pressure. I don't remember windows being open because I've had that happen a lot. But I don't that I think that might have been pressure. I'm going to chalk that one up to likely being pressure. The other yeah, one, I, though, is hearing. So downstairs, I would hear our cupboards, like that distinct sound of our cupboards opening and closing. Me and my parents saw something mm. on the upstairs floor. I would hear that like at night. Oh so, my gosh! I don't like. I'm glad I'm with you guys physically because yeah. if I was at home, I'd be locking my shit up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, it's creepy, man. I'm I'm crossing my fingers that nothing ever happens or whatever. But yeah, I do think there's stuff that you can't explain. Man, yeah. I used to like because I used to be super into the Ghost Hunters show, the one in Sci-Fi, and so I would like on that show they would take pictures and like you would see figures and stuff. Oh. Every so I would do that. I'd sit in my room in the dark and what in the dark? What the fuck is wrong with you, you just, psychopath? That is, just to see. That you're is, just looking for. You ghosts? What are you gonna do if there's one there? You take die. <laughs> That's what you're gonna like, do. Yeah, I was gonna say when it's dark and then it flashes. What if you see something? Well, you wouldn't see it until probably the the picture comes up on your Even, phone. Even okay, no, what like, if that happens? You flash happened? and you see it, and then you flash again and it's gone. That's terrifying. Get the fuck well, out. That's you're not gonna Go probably on, see that because the, the flash, the flash is already gonna fuck with your eyes. But if you see it on your phone, that's a that's a different story. Well, what if you saw it on your phone? What would you do? I probably cry. I don't crap know. in your drawers. <laughs> yeah, because it's dark already. Yeah. Fuck that, man. See, I don't even my my take on ghosts is I don't fuck with them, and that's if even if something happened that I thought was a ghost, I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't try to look at it with the camera. I wouldn't try to talk to it because as soon as you engage with those motherfuckers, that's yep. when they show up and kill your kids. Yeah. Because I've I've uh, I've had friends I think in college or even someone I was dating they're like yeah we should just mess around with a Ouija board no I'm like, I'm like have you ever that. seen any movie that does not end well yeah never no one's ever like I had the greatest conversation with yeah, the ghost on my Ouija he, board he helped me find my keys yeah. <laughs> do you remember the uh, which again probably can be explained away physics and science but the rumor from our hometown where there's a road or people would park mm-hmm. and go in like neutral and they, they would move their car like ghosts oh i've heard car. i've heard of this it was on an, it was on an incline yeah, I've heard <laughs> yeah. This. and then also um adding on to that i someone had told me about that one but then you sprinkle uh flour or something on your bumper mm-hmm. put that from the oil from your fingerprints that's why you're moving because they're like oh the ghosts are approaching you and mm-hmm. the fingerprints show up and mm-hmm. someone told me that at first and i was horrified and then i figured out how it worked and i was like oh yeah that's just science, bitch. But I don't know. And that fucks with me because if I'm in, if I, if I know that there are ghosts in that house, 
Mm -hmm. I just don't go to that house. Yeah. But if there's a ghost in my house and I'm inside with it, then I'm claustrophobic because I can't get out of the house as quickly as the ghost, Mm -hmm. and that fucks that fucks me up. So I don't like I don't like that. But also I don't know I don't really believe in I I think I would need to see some serious shit to think it was a ghost, and that's not a challenge, ghosts. If you're out there, I'd rather we just don't hang out, but. If you yeah. are listening, though, please comment on, uh, you know, SoundCloud or something. Yeah, what if, <laughs> at Ghosty <Steve. laughs> Yeah. Love the show, guys. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm a ghost. I listen to your show, and I'm really offended. <laughs> I wonder if we'll have, uh, if, if like, when I go back to edit this, we'll hear, like, oh, fuck no. you guys. Like, you start it. hearing some white noise in the background or yeah. something. Oh, God. Yeah. It's gonna be pretty scary, especially because it's in this basement. Where I used to do that, too. Like, I, everyone's no! Like, <laughs> <laughs> I used to do the recording thing too, just like the Ghost Hunter show. You're like, weird. Yeah, I like that show. I'm I'm glad I never saw any ghosts taps. in your house. Or I wouldn't go back over the there. Atlantic Paranormal Society taps. Where are we? Number, number four, number Jared. Number four, where we went okay, off into a back to back ghost to our mumbo number five. Basically, yeah, Gremlins, but there was added stuff probably that there's freaked a ghost. Me out. Yeah, there's a ghost that makes you afraid of Gremlins. Yeah, I I don't I never saw Gremlins actually. Uh, but really? I do I do hear that it's not a kid's movie. I've seen parts of it. it I never watched it all, but I've seen parts of it. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like, I guess, chalked up as a Christmas movie. Like, people watch mm-hmm. it during Christmas. It is dark because a girl in the story is like, yeah, my dad, he died. And it's like, well, how'd he die? Well, one year over Christmas, he wanted to surprise us, so he tried to come down the chimney dressed as Santa. He got stuck. Two days later, we smelled something, and then the fire department pulled my dad out of the chimney. That is in a children's movie. No yeah. shit? Yeah. yeah. That's it a real thing? dark. Yeah. Yo, that's yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. Why would you just do that? No, yeah. no. That's dumb. I wouldn't go into a chimney. No. I don't like any of this. I'm feeling claustrophobic. Yeah. What's mine? Oh, that actually dovetails right into my uh, my next one. So, um, my number four is... Do you remember the Ryan Reynolds movie, Buried? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oof. What it, when we were seeing Greta... Um, it reminded me of that. Yeah, I did. I thought about that too. Yeah. I thought about you telling me about that movie. So buried is shot entirely within a coffin. You never it never cuts out of the coffin. It's Ryan Reynolds in this coffin. He wakes up to find that he's been buried alive. And the opening, the the end is is scary, but the opening is what I'm having as my number four because he he wakes up, you wake up with him in the coffin, and um, you see him realize he's in the coffin and him freak out. And this is maybe more specific to me because I'm mega claustrophobic, but the fact that he can't get out of there fucks with me so hard. I don't know how you got through that movie. It freaks me out. I I went into it. I was like, since I'm afraid of being claustrophobic, I'll watch this and it'll cure me of my claustrophobe. No, it made it way worse. It made it way worse worse, uh, because... Things don't go very well. Whoever for Whoever said Reynolds. face your fears is a dumbass. Yeah, whoever said face your fears is a dumbass for sure. And and yeah. Anyway, his opening. Anytime someone is like within captivity. Mm-hmm. and can't get out of it it starts setting me off and well, that was as bad as anything and just starting off like one waking up somewhere that you're not familiar with mm-hmm. that's scary uh, mm-hmm. alone and then finding out that you're confined in a very small space you don't know where you're at you don't know you don't have a phone like i don't know if he had a phone I, i've never yeah seen he movie. did he has a black but day. it's just like that is absolutely horrifying mm-hmm. yeah like yeah like so waking up in a in an unfamiliar place is terrifying like waking up in between the toilet and shower of cody's uh, bathroom in college that was pretty <laughs> terrifying <laughs> oh those were the days man yeah. those were the days what's your number four uh it's actually waking up in between the <laughs> <laughs> uh my number four is kind of it's a a little bit of a cheat it's a it's a short film that was made into a movie um, oh. specifically the end of the short film, which was Lights Out. Yes, yeah. um, I love Lights oh, Out. God. I still remember watching that for the first time. It was at that set apartment in Ames 214. You, you threw it on, um, and 
like it's that whole thing is just a suspense builder with the lights coming on and off and then for whatever reason and this actually might come into play with later picks here i have an issue with like uh faces in horror movies where they're like manipulated to be like that one's like really big mm-hmm. and like her teeth are like <sighs> it's messed up um the uncanny valley is what's fucking yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and Ugh. uh might be a reason why i didn't like uh um welcome tomorrow as much that it just wasn't very well done but yeah um but uh no that yeah that face at the end when it comes up over the with the light the light turns the light on and all that oh or she turns it off yeah, yeah, that right. sh- yeah, that short was horrifying. I remember watching it in college, someone showing me, and I, I'm notoriously a big weenie when it comes to <laughs> scary stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was ugh, no thank you. And it's one of those scares where they had just made you think everything was okay. Yep. And she just exhales and is like, "All right, everything's fine now." And boom, then they get you. <laughs> and that's super fucking yeah. That yeah. one, that one freaks me out every time. Ugh. Yeah. You know when you get a when you get a good jump scare and you feel your entire body warm up. Like you can feel, like I've had. There's a that's, few. That's there's a few jump scares. That's why you're getting. Warm. That's what it is. <laughs> From your crotch out, yeah. just it's getting really oh, warm. It's so warm. It's strange, but you can like. There's one of mine that will be an honorable mention that I specifically remember not not screaming because I was so scared I didn't scream, but I could feel my fight or flight kick on and my body just go whoop and warm up, and it was it's an intense thing when that fuck, and that that short did it to me the first time. Okay. Yikes. Number three. Um, I'm up, right? Yeah, number three, um... Pay attention! This, uh, this one, I remember, it was in high school, I, uh, I was in cross-country, we went to a meet, and everyone was talking about Saw. I had never seen it. And my brother, he, he always had all of these movies, like, uh, he had rented them, burned them, I don't know. Um, so I went home, and everyone was talking such great things about this movie, and I'm like, I've never even seen it, I, I, is it scary, is it suspenseful, I don't know. So I went home... That day, after our meet, it was a stormy night. Mm-hmm. No one at my house was home. Usually that never happened because, like, Jill, mm-hmm. T-Bucks, someone, they, my parents would be there. So I'm watching this in the basement with the lights off. I think I was having, like, a, I don't know, that's completely out of character for me. <laughs> so I'm watching this movie, and when it is, like, the parts where... Um, the guy goes into his like apartment and he can't turn the lights uh-huh. on and the pig He's doing the camera. Yeah, doing the camera. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, don't do any of that. The camera's the stupidest fucking if you ever and find like, yourself with a flash camera, don't use it. And to the see thing is the thing is the the copy that he had, um, it was like corrupted or something. So it stopped ten minutes in like there was ten minutes left. So I'm like, I don't even know how th- I've never seen the end of Saw. What? I've never seen the end that's of That's the it. best that's the whole the, reason Saw's good is that well, see everyone's told me. Everyone's told me I've never seen it and like it cut out, and I was in a dark basement, like, five oh, minutes no. after that. That scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was horrified. And, like, literally, I mean, I'm still scared of the dark. I have to, like, turn lights on to go over and then turn that light on. And when that light, like, that ruined me for a couple <laughs> months in high school. Yeah, I don't blame you. That's a scary Because scene. I had never seen the end. If I would have seen the end, it maybe would have helped that. But mm-hmm. just... Somewhere where it's dark, and then especially since the, the TV or the DVD basically just cut out on me. I'm like, is this supposed to happen? Uh-huh. I don't like being in the dark, man. No. I don't think everyone's afraid of the dark. I, I think that like if someone says they're yeah. not afraid of the dark, I think they're lying. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're of course, I think it's just a natural thing, because like yeah. you can't see what's in front of you, you're well, going to be yeah, nervous. You're supposed fear to be of the unknown. Whether, yeah. it, it depends on what kind of your fear. Like, if you're afraid that a monster is going to come out and get you, or like... Pennywise, someone's gonna touch your bits. <laughs> that might not, but like, yeah. I mean, depend. Like, if you're not familiar, especially if you're not familiar with your surroundings, like at home, I can have the lights off and I'll 
you know, do my thing. But like, I still don't do it. No. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't like it at all. Yeah. This is this is a nice little change of pace. My number three. And this, I think, probably it started... I think I got manipulated by a score when I was, like, three years old. And that just feeling stuck with me throughout my entire life. The Lion King, when the stampede starts. And... You see the first of the wildebeest go down into the gorge, and then they do a really long zoom in on Simba, and it's doing. It starts with this, um, and then it zooms in oh hard gosh. on Simba and goes like, and then it, and then it starts with the in the fucking. I'm doing that almost perfectly. I know. I can picture everything. <laughs> yeah. that I can yeah. picture it all. Like, That's what the weird. Fuck? That little bit of time where you're like, you are so fucked, Simba. You that were, still, like, my heart is racing just thinking about it. You've seen this movie way too I've many I've seen times. it probably a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, you, what you just doing. Yeah. Like, I was like, holy shit, I'm back watching The Lion King. I know, right? And it's scary. Yeah. Oh, He's I, just a yeah. little dude, and they're, they're coming for his ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, okay, with the, uh, kind of jumping over, with the new one coming out, do you want that scene to be the exact same? I want it to same? be fucking perfect. The exact same. Here's the thing, is, with the new one, they can... I think if they're going to go for the realism, and we've talked at length about mm. how it's not real, but they want to go for the realism, it's going to have to be pretty fucking scary and loud and brutal when you have that scene. Because it doesn't seem like they're going to go the cartoony route and allow them to, you know, be goofy and mm-hmm. stand on each other and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So they're going to have to take it to a level that is scary. I think you'll see it shot from, like, low to the ground with a lot of loud hooves and things like that. I think it's going to be fucking scary. I think some kids are going to wet themselves. When you did when you did the, you know, reenacting, which you need to do the whole movie cuz yeah. um, I could do most of it. I know. Um that I can pick I pictured that face he makes though when he sees them all coming. Oh yeah. You and see his face It's very sink. expressive. They won't be able to do that in the in the anim, in the live action cuz they're it's very yeah. they're very much cuz in the his cartoon it's very smaller, big yeah. and mm-hmm. like but in this it's going to be very realistic and you know, you can have him maybe do a little expression, but I don't think they're going to do much expression in this movie. Mm. Um other than maybe some of like like, you know, Timon and Pumbaa will be very over the top, especially yeah. Billy Eichner. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fucking great. <laughs> I can't wait for that movie. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a good one. It's like a complete end spectrum, like Aladdin all the way over to the left. And, mm-hmm. then, you know. And Dumbo, I just completely forgot about last week, so I yeah. guess I don't care much about it. Yeah. But, uh, number three. Number three. Uh, my number three is really the one of the only M. Night Shyamalan movies I like. Um, and uh, it's... Alien or uh, signs. I almost said aliens. Signs. Mm. When um, the the part that specifically freaked me out the most and gave me like the heebs, I was like, Ugh, is when they show the alien on the newscast walk across. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Have you seen I've, n- I've never seen signs. You haven't seen, but signs? I've seen Scary Movie Three, so I've seen. <laughs> it's, signs. The yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's the same. Yeah, do, 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 do. they don't put a knife under the door and go like. <laughs> 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 I think they're laughing. <laughs> Um, so in the, they're, they're all kind of similar. They're all sitting around watching the TV yeah. and they, you know, the news people go, what you'll see might disturb you. And they show like a kid's birthday party type thing. And it walk the alien walks across the yard and it, the kids are ah, freaking out. And the, and, uh, the actual family, like, you know, Oh, so it is kind of yeah, like scary just, movie three. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but no, they're, they're not, they are wearing tinfoil hats, yeah. but not ones that have Hershey kisses. <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> they show on the news too, like in that movie, you know, mm-hmm. it's the news. Yeah, but, they uh, do it. They do it ex- almost exactly. But just less and it's the aliens in that don't look like the ones. That's well, scary. yeah, but they look kind of like they're, you know, like, you know, make like a yeah, kind of noise. Like, yeah. Um, insectoids. There's almost. also a good jump scare in that too. When, um, is that a Breslin? Is yeah, that, Abigail uh, Breslin. She's by the vent. She's by. You might have seen this like in the trailer or something. Uh, she's by a vent, or is it the boy? No, it's the girl by the vent. And that I think. Not sure. 
Um, so one of the kids by the vent uh, in the basement because they're hiding from the aliens, and it grabs them real fast. Whoa! Yeah, it's pretty cool when they they do a good job. They they show the alien just enough in that movie, mm-hmm. and they do a good job of making it. The, the way they die is pretty dumb. Like, the yeah. reason they would be there is pretty stupid because they're on a planet made of water and the weakness mm. is water. Yeah, yeah. But the way they execute a lot of it's really cool. Do, uh, a question at the very end. I mean, I kind of know how, because he's like, swing away, Bobby, or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, do they show it in full at the end, the Him alien? Or do they just the, give, yeah. they give glimpses? They show the full alien okay. at the end. Okay. Um, and he, yeah, he beats the fuck out of it. Joaquin yeah. Phoenix does yeah. with a bat. Swing but. away, Bobby. What a weird... I don't know his name. I'm just going to say I Bobby. just know Scary Movie 3 is George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging... Or, science is funny because, one, that little girl leaving her water glasses all over the place is me, 100%. And I know that especially now because I live alone and I'm the one who picks them up yeah. later on. And yeah. I have half water glasses everywhere. Yeah. So I'll be fine. Um, my favorite scary thing, though, in Signs, though, is when she very beginning first scene she goes into his room and says there's a monster in my oh yeah that's my, a creepy one outside can i have a glass of water yeah and she says it in this creepy fucking way and then they look out and i think they barely see one like standing on top of a barn yeah and it's totally freaks me out in the first little bit really yeah, yeah. there's I, some good shit in I, I remember the because that was like what early 2000s yep. um yeah. i remember all of the trailers for that and the trailer scared mm-hmm. me because it was like a slow zoom out showed the the crop uh mm-hmm circles and all mm-hmm. that stuff and i'm like this looks terrifying because mm-hmm. like also i mean we're we lived yeah by cornfields yeah so i don't ugh, fuck with corn man no I, that's why i left iowa i don't fuck with children the goddamn corn dude yeah you got uh them the alien motherfuckers running around in the corn any movie where they're <laughs> running into corn is horrifying bad yeah. place to be Oh, Bad Jeepers, place to be Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. Oh, Jeepers Creepers oh. fucks me up. In fact, actually, I should. That, I was going to say, there's that's one. An, that's an I just have to mention. add an honorable mention because there's a really good one in Jeepers yeah. Creepers I want to make sure we talk yeah, about. We, I, okay. Number two. All right, number two. This one actually just came to me like a one or two times ago. I'm going to have to move one. Basically, Child's Play, Chucky. Anything mm-hmm. with him scares the bejesus out of me. I don't know if it was one single time or anything on the TV, or trailers, or commercials. Yeah, I tried, or, I tried digging to the bottom of this when I was here I, last a couple weekends I, ago, I, and I, it didn't I, seem like there's an origin to it. I, I don't know where it originally started, but I just know that it's terrifying. I think it's just the fact that like it's it's moving in a way that shouldn't move. Mm. And it's a doll, and it's short, and it can move quick. The new one's coming out this year. That's I think of... it'd be really funny for me to do a... Uh, not even a reaction, but a, a review of it. I still think you but need to mic yourself up. But that's going to ruin my life. Like, <laughs> that is going to ruin me. You should mic yourself up. Just like get one of those clip-on things, <sighs> put it in your phone and record it while you're there. And we can you can either play it on the channel or we can put it on the podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know. I will go just, with you. I don't, I I, I'll say you. this. I'll say this. Um, facing your fears is stupid, as we said before. So uh, don't think that you need to do it for us. I know. Even though we, if you don't want to go to that one alone, I'll come down to Des Moines. We'll, well go I th- to it. I think there it's too that like uh, growing up, like every now and then, like I'd be flipping through like channels on you know they'd have movies on Saturday afternoons, and then all of a sudden I'd turn it to one. I'm like, oh, I wonder what this is. And mm-hmm. it's like a slow like dark bedroom. A girl's walking in, and then it like door slams, and then it's like him with all of those stitches on it. Like once the series progressed. It got even hor- more mm-hmm. and more horrifying because he's like mangled to shit with like just pieced together, and he's like, oh, I'm, a f- <laughs> "I'm a fucking doll now." <laughs> like, 
Ah, oh, I hate God. that. Well, I was gonna say also in high school or not high school, but like grade school, we, I went to a kid's birthday party and his parents were like really into video games and really they they were cool parents. They were basically kids, but um, they had a my buddy doll. Uh, and they had told us this story. I don't think they showed it to us, but they were like, yeah, like, we showed our kids Chucky. We have a My Buddy doll. We had to throw it out because, like, he was horrified of it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, because Duh. <laughs> your kid's probably ruined for life now. Yeah. I remember seeing those on sale at, like, Spencer's or whatever. That's what. That's the thing oh, I just forgot. Yeah, yeah, I would walk into Spencer's yes. to look at other fun stuff and oh, then, like, avoid yes. the Chucky area of the... Yes. Never been that is the store that had that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had you know Michael maybe, Myers masks. I couldn't, I couldn't really go in there for me. a long time. Yeah, yeah. one section is... Uh, it's horror masks and shit, and the other side is uh, fake boobies that dance. <laughs> well, and then those, the, there's also the dildos. Dildos. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm looking for a Chucky doll and a fucking uh, vibrator. Dude, <laughs> I want to know <laughs> if people go in there and get those both things at the same time. Hell yeah. Everybody, uh, I think, who listens to this show might have heard our... Did we do horror movie top five at one point, Mambo? I want to say we I did. Think we did because my number my number one is well documented, and it's Strangers, uh, the original mm. movie, The Strangers. Ooh. That movie that'll fuck you up. Uh, that's a scary ass movie, and there's a scene in that where it's kind of when you first realize that these guys are fucked. Yeah, that's uh, the the female lead, Liv Tyler, is walking around in the house. She's alone because the guy Scott Speedman has left the house, and. She goes, um, she's walking around the house and she's finding things that are wrong, right? So she finds that the, um, uh, the fire alarm is out and setting on a chair. And then she finds that her phone cord is cut and then she finds something else. And she's like standing there looking at something. And then they give you a wide angle view of her standing in this living room and way in the fucking back, you can see a guy standing there watching her with the mask on. Just slowly, he goes into the light yeah. and slowly back out. He just looks at her for like a while and then slowly backs out and then she turns and doesn't see him there. So now you know this motherfucker's walking around in the house. And the, the creepy thing about it is she's the focus of the shot in the center of the shot. You could totally miss him if you weren't looking. But when you see him there and he's just watching... It, oh, it just makes my skin crawl every I time think I think about it. I would be gone. I, if I saw the, the fire alarm down or the fire de- detector down, I w- that would be like, this is weird. As soon as the phone line's cut. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm out of there. Gone. Yeah. yeah, and it was clearly cut. Like, he, it was cut and then set there so that she could see it was yeah. cut. Yeah. But then the, t- the thing, too, is she's in a room in the middle of the house, so she doesn't know if she can just walk out the front door. She doesn't know where they are. Hmm. So that's And that's what fucks me up about these home invasion and the ghost movies is, yeah, I can run out of my house, but I might die on the way out of my house, and that makes yeah. me claustrophobic, and that fucks me up. And that's, that's, that's probably a big part of why Strangers scared me so badly. Mm-hmm. That's, that's definitely a movie that, like, for some reason, I'm like, this is really, like, it's terrifying, because they do everything, they don't do anything wrong in mm-hmm. that movie. They do everything right, and they still bite it, basically. Yep. Um, but that's another movie that I was like, oh, I'll watch that one. Like, I've, I've seen that one probably, like, five times. Mm-hmm. But now that you say that, I don't ever remember the fire alarm being down. I think it's fire alarm. Okay. There's there's a couple things. Well, I mean, uh, believe yeah. me, I could be wrong, but I, I was just like, I know the phone and like that scene when you were just mentioning Or maybe it. it's, it might be that it goes off. The fire alarm might go off and she takes it out of the wall and sets it down somewhere uh-huh. and then it gets moved from the place she set it. Uh-huh. I think it's something maybe, like that. I don't know. But it, something's moved and there's a second thing in addition to her phone. But, Whatever it is, it's like someone's in this guy's, someone's in her house and yeah. it's the, also the first time we can see him. 
it's the first time you get to see the mask, and it's... Yeah, it's not good. And the thing is, they do a really good job about setting that up, because it's like, they're kind of having this like weird marriage problem, they just came back from this party, they're in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of, they're like, oh, we'll leave, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, another part of that movie that scared me was when they're outside, anyone running fast footsteps Holy in the dark. shit, yeah. Like, whenever, as a child, playing hide-and-go-seek in the dark, that would scare the shit out of me mm-hmm. because it's like, you don't know where this person's coming from, but you can hear footsteps <laughs> running at you, and you're like, I'm just gonna take off in a direction and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, that's when... I think she's crawling, and he runs up on he her. He's like, do 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 Yeah. Let's get off the stranger stuff. What do you got? I've never seen that one. Have you never seen Stranger? Uh, he just described it to me. Uh, this is like that was like uh, one of the first ones we. You probably to. know every detail of it. Yeah. we've done it more than once. Yeah. So, um, my number two is the only video game on my list is one that I played a little of, but mostly watched you play. But we went through it all, which is PT. Fuck. Is PT. that your number one? Not my number one okay. uh, honorable mention. Honorable mention. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. PT was terrifying, especially like once you got the patterns down. It wasn't as bad, like, you know, seeing stuff. But once you got the patterns down, then they would introduce something new into it, mm-hmm. and that would fucking scare the shit out of you. Yeah, I only played a little bit of it, but we, we went through, we got we got all the way done with it, um, but like all just, like, stuff standing, like you said, standing in the distance that doesn't move. You can see it, but it doesn't move, and you, you go past it, eventually it'll come back around and get you, or if you go in a hallway and turn around, it's there. Um Turning around corners and no, thinking yeah. there and might see, be something there. See, opening mm-hmm. doors. It yeah. is so simple but so scary because it's a blind corner. Mm-hmm. Going around a corner that you don't know what is over there and you can't just like slowly move to get like a, like a good view, mm-hmm. that is terrifying. Mm-hmm. And the thing that scared me of that um, was the one where you have to open up the bathroom door for the first time, but a hand comes out at mm-hmm. you. Like, I was like, <gasps> fuck <Ooh>. that. <laughs> that game, that game, a psychopath made that that game or that yeah. brief, whatever the hell it's called. Cause you're right. Every time you think you got it figured out, they add something in that totally throws you back off. And then mm-hmm. they put in a jump scare. Like there's one really, really terrifying jump scare out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And they make you afraid to move yep. in that mm-hmm. game to turn or do a look or do anything. It's, it's, they have that. Do you guys still have job. that on your PlayStation? I can't download it anymore. Uh, well, yeah, because yeah. they made it disappear. I have it, actually. Do you uh, really? And, and the funny thing is, when I, that was back with my Twitch days. There's a video of me somewhere playing. Yes. Is it on your... Is it I on your... At Jared Buckendall? No, not at Jared Buckendall. Isn't it like J-Buck Plays? At J-Buck Plays. Yeah, with my old ex, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so if you want to go watch that, go for it. Oh, my God. we got We're going to link in the description box to that one. I think I remember watching that, actually. And I don't think you ever finished it. I think I played PT and then Outlast. No, maybe Outlast. That. I remember. I think yeah. maybe I watched both. Did you ever finish PT all the way? Uh, I finished PT. Yeah, we finished it. But Outlast, uh, I have. I got to the women's ward, and then I just stopped. I was like, yeah. I can't do this. Number one. Number one. I was. I was. Uh, the what the PT one. That was my one of my honorable mentions. So pushing that one. But number one, the thing that scared the bejesus out of me was the first five minutes, the opening scene of The Conjuring. Oh God! I basically I realized don't date someone that likes scary movies because it's just not going to work out. <laughs> but the opening of that is with Annabelle, and I think that that ties in with the creepy dolls possession, mm-hmm. just something messing with your life and all of these situations, but you don't know what it is. And that she, the the person was like, "Oh, let's watch this." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I can totally make it through this. I'm going to be a man." <laughs> Made it through that five minute scene before the movie even starts, and I was like, "Can we turn this off <laughs> and watch something like happy?" Ah, uh. <laughs> oh, just I mean, have you guys? 
I've seen, seen the second the one. That's it. I love The Conjuring. That's that's one oh. of my favorites. And Ooh. it's you're right though. I mean, it's fucking scary. Yeah. And it's it's they do a really good job. They basically give you a five minute horror movie with Annabelle in the beginning of that, and they do it really really well in that short amount of time. And it totally does. It butters you up nicely for the rest of what's to come. But. Yeah, it's that's as a short film, that first five minutes works really effectively. It's, mm-hmm. it's the worst. My number one is I I I know Seth would guess this because um, he's heard me tell this story about it. It's my times. favorite story of you in a in, in a horror movie I've ever heard. So I think the, I cried laughing the first time you told me. The movie is I don't know if you've heard this or not, Jerry, but you might have. Um, the movie is Paranormal Activity Four. And this is the one that's centered around a, a blonde girl and her family, and, and the blonde girl's always on Skype. We found out the blonde girl is the chick from um, Blockers, right? Yes, the daughter from Blockers. Yeah, she was the also in Venice one. back. Yep. In Paranormal 4. Yep. yep. And in the in the end of the movie, in the climax, uh, basically what we know is that Katie, who is the, the main scary chick in the first Paranormal Activity, is around. We find out that she's, in, she's fucking, she's here. And... So the girl is chasing her brother who's wandered into Katie's house. And so she's chasing this little kid in there. She's running around with the camera for some reason. And um, you're seeing the camera just do some shaky running. And then it stops. And she goes like, oh, my God. And then you the camera pans up. And you're looking down a long hallway no. at Katie standing there on the other side, not moving. Just fucking standing there. And... That is a jump scare when it, when they deliver it. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then they give you like three or four seconds of just hanging with no sound. And you can hear just her going. And you're seeing Katie down on the other end. And then, holy fucking balls. So <laughs> Katie's face twists up into like a little bit of a demon-y looking face. And she goes like, Rah! and screams down the hall at you. And then she takes the fuck off on a dead sprint directly at you. Like, 100 meter dash style? Like, yeah. full on sprint <laughs> do, 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 do. down this hallway. You can hear do, 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 it coming down the hallway. Holy shit. And that happens, the scream happens kind of out of nowhere because it's like a jump scare. So you're like, oh my God. But the the thing that scares me about this and, and uh, I think are more effective than jump scares are scares that continue for a long amount of time. It's one thing to make me go like, huh, and then it stops and I'm like, okay, that was funny. Like, really good guys. But they do that. They get you with the scream on, huh? And then, <laughs> and then it keeps being scary for the next four or five seconds because she backs down the hallway with the camera, so you get to see her chase you down, and then grab you, and then there's like a wrestling match that ensues. But that goes on for four to five seconds. No, I thought, before that, she gets I thought it runs, and then she gets she ends up closing a door, like, and then I think that's oh. when she backs around, and there's like a billion kids. Yeah. What? Yeah. So she yeah. runs. It's the very last couple seconds of the movie. So yeah. she, you see the um. You see the camera backing away, Katie's running at you, and then she closes a door into the frame. So there's a door between you and yeah. Katie. Then you hear her hit the like, door. Doof. Yeah, and I think she starts to come through the door. And while she's doing that, the girl jumps out a window, and she's out in the lawn. That's what it is. That's when she turns around and sees this whole group of people out there. Then she gets eaten and dies. But the shot of Katie running down the hall at you scared me so badly. I remember this. I was with a group of people, some of which were girls, and... <laughs> I uh, I got jump scared, and so I I, I went like, huh! and then it kept. It was like a rapid fire for like four or five seconds. Jump scared, so it was like, Doo-doo-doo-doo. so I was like, <laughs> and each time I screamed, I shrunk down into my chair. I'm not making this up. When I when that scare finished, 
I was on my back on the seat of the chair with my feet crawled all the way out in front of me and the chair was up high enough, the chair in front of me, so I couldn't see the screen anymore. So I, I backed the screen out of view. Oh, man. And there was like one of the girls next to me I didn't know. It was a packed theater. Yeah. So I sat next to someone I didn't know and they were freaking out too, but I was like, I had to like lift myself back up into my chair afterwards. And it was fucking horrifying. I, that's still, oh. I don't like, I don't go back and watch that one because of that. We have once. Did we? we? Yeah, we went back and watched all of them. I guess we did. Yeah. I forgot we did that. Then we watched the terrible marked or uh, mm. not marked marked ones was good. Um, 3D one. That was the terrible. ghost dimension. Yeah, that was terrible. They let you see them, which is fucking stupid. Because the whole series is based on you never seeing. Yeah. It. See, the it, thing is, just about that. There's there's so much mysteriousness with it, and found footage like that is just creepy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, closely related to your, related to your number one is the first paranormal activity is my yeah. number one. Um, that one, so, and I've talked about this before. I think, did you, so I went and saw it in the theater. Um, I don't think, I think you saw it later in DVD. I didn't. I saw it at home. And what, you've seen it, Jared? I've never seen any you of it. You haven't them. seen any of it? I okay. know the very last shot of that one. Okay. With the bedroom. So, yeah. on, I think, honestly, it's the last 20 minutes of the movie. Okay. That That is, is what the moment is for me. Because, so I, again, I saw it in the theater. Uh, this is when it was just word of mouth. It was showing on one screen. It wasn't like one of those things where it was like, like trailers or anything like that. Oh it, no, they. I, I think the marketing for that was they literally just put it in theaters. There was mm-hmm. no previews. There was no credits. It was on, and done, and that was it. And so that added to the, to the overall creepiness. Yeah. Um, but the the last twenty minutes or so. So like throughout the movie, there's a lot. They lead up with like things that I saw. This is when I was a big fan of Ghost Hunters watching that show. So a bunch of the stuff they did. Was stuff on that show? They did the EVP where it's recording voices. They did uh, set up cameras and you could see the like footprints and all that stuff. Uh, they would close the doors and stuff that always happened on Ghost Hunters. The last twenty minutes though is when like the possession starts happening. Like there's that scene where she's like standing by the bed and yeah. they time lapse it for like five hours and she's just like standing there and kind of rocking a little bit. Um, and then yeah, she goes back to bed or whatever. And then um, it just snaps real fast and like she's fully possessed she won't get out of bed and she's holding that cross or she's bleeding Mm -hmm. and all and it starts just getting creepier and creepier and creepier and then that last scene does she pull him out of bed she gets pulled out of bed and down the hallway and then screams his name and he yeah yeah that's what it is and so there's like the you hear the screaming and then it just stops and then you hear And then, yeah, he, she, his body gets thrown at the camera. And then the thing, her face, she does mm-hmm. the face thing where, like that thing at the camera. And like, I remember leaving that movie and I'm just like, oh, what the fuck? Because yeah, again, no, no, no like end credits. There's no, nothing. they don't roll anything. It just says this footage was found at this house on this day, two days after this. Katie's whereabouts have not been found. Mm-hmm. Done. Man. It's like, holy fuck. Um, yeah, of course, now it's been overproduced and everything, you know, it's not real. But even back then, like, I knew it wasn't real, but it's like, they did a good job of, you know. For, like, no money. Yeah. And Oren Pelly's, like, a pretty decently sized producer now because yep. of that. Yeah. Like, Blum- pretty crazy. That made Blumhouse. That, that, that movie made Blumhouse. Yep. What it is. I guess I didn't realize Jason, that was Jason Blum bought that. Really? Yeah. Huh, I didn't know that. I never yep. knew that. That's cool, though. So, well, that uh, isn't, that's like one of the most uh, profitable films, yep. too. I think. Yeah. They made it for like 23000 or something like that, and, and it made like $30 million world, worldwide, worldwide. That ain't bad. Yeah. That ain't bad. And then they just kept making more and more. But yeah, that, that, the, that was one of the first horror movies I went to in the theater, I think. And uh, it was 
quite an experience going to. <laughs> uh, let's run down some honorable mentions. I have a couple here. Um, you talked, Jared, about Outlast earlier. Mm-hmm. The very first time you meet that really big, big guy, oh, dude. you're you're trying to shimmy behind a piano, yeah, uh, and he yeah. reaches in and grabs you and throws you around down some stairs. I was playing this at Cess Place, mm-hmm. and I threw the controller down because it scared me so badly. It was awful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That Well, that's the thing is, like, you know that something's coming, but it comes out of nowhere. Because uh-huh. you're like, oh, I'm just going to go through this very enclosed area. And then a big dude just rips you out, throws you down, and it's like, all right, this is the game. Yeah. 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 And then, then, yeah, that's the first time you know something is around that you need to be worried about. Yeah. And it's, that yeah. fucks you up. Another one for me was, uh, this kind of ties in with Gremlins. It was another kind of franchise in the 90s, I think, of just, like, these weird little creatures, and it was called the Critters. Yeah. They're, like, these little black ball things, and I think... Uh, Isn't DiCaprio in one of those? Him yeah. or uh, the dude from Lord of the Rings. Uh, Elijah the, Wood? Yeah, oh. it's one of those two. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I had rented that from the library as well, and the thing is, I watched this at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's daylight out. Made it 20 minutes in when it first like revealed one of these critters, and it just ruined my childhood because <laughs> I was like... Just thing, little things that move quick and pop out of the shadows just ruin. I can't do. Um, yeah, that is a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Outlast is one. Again, I haven't played much, but I watch you play a lot of it. Resident Evil Two, playing that on the PS One, uh, that was pretty freaky back in the day. Especially mm. when you open the when you open the door real clo- real slow, and then you come into the room and it's like, what the fuck's there? Oh, Are You Afraid of the Dark had a ton of. Mm. fucking scary creepy ass episodes when we were kids i never really watched uh, that show uh the the tales from the crypt, crypt yeah keeper. crypt keeper used to fuck my world up uh as a child i had our uh we you know you'd have like maybe small carnivals or whatever in your town or a fair they had a haunted house and going into it they had a crypt keeper dude and it ruined me like you know what i'm starting to maybe think that that's why i'm scared of the dark because I went through this haunted house but i didn't know that there was a railing and i got lost and Oh man! Yeah, but yeah, the Crypt Keeper for the longest time it scared me. But then when you grow up, you realize that he's just a very flamboyant old gay man. <laughs> just so an old queen. Yeah, with scary he's just tale. an old queen. So, oh my god. Um, let's see. Uh, the Exorcist, the mm. famous spider walk down the stairs. That'll fuck you up. That's just what about, body horror. Is it The Grudge that yep, they do that the too? Grudge. The Grudge. Yeah, that's the Grudge me. does. The Grudge messed me up bad. You talk about Uncanny Valley and like doing things with a body that shouldn't be there, like the way that she mm-hmm. moves, she move, crawls and moves. Yeah, that's a good one. Jeepers Creepers, the scene that we that I was alluding to earlier, the when they first drive by the creeper and he's dumping bodies into this pit. this pit, and then they drive away and then you see him take off after them and he he comes screaming out of his driveway in his big truck and starts honking oh yeah and it kind of does a similar thing with its music like the lion king did where the music changes to let you know they're fucked and i remember i had that stuck in my head for the longest time and i think that wasn't long before i started driving and i would i would constantly check my rear view to make sure that the creeper wasn't coming after me that stuck with me for (laughs) years that scene is done so well because like you see it slowly coming in their rear view uh, window, mm-hmm. and then that horn, and they're freaking out. They're like, what's he want? Does he want around? Like, what's he want? And then, boom, they're fine. But yeah. it's like, that guy, you're screwed, because mm-hmm. he's going to keep showing up. Yep. <laughs> that movie fucked me up. That, yeah, I, I went back and watched it years later and was like, this is not I, very good. But I, when I was a kid, oh my god. I had seen the second one before the first one, so I was like, I'm kind of curious. I'll go back and see the first one. And the first one's scarier than the second one. 
but uh, that that whole I had a huge long conversation about that whole franchise because there's a third one. Mm-hmm. But all of apparently all three movies happen within like 48 hours of each other. Oh, for real? Yeah, huh. it's it's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's uh, Jeepers Creepers going. The last one I had, uh, you guys saw Nocturnal Animals. Oh I, fuck I that! They have the most egregious oh. jump scare bullshit ever in that. Is there multiple in a movie? No, one jump scare in the whole movie. Nothing about the rest of that movie makes you think there even might be a jump scare. There's no reason for the movie to even be scary. But Amy Adams is going a little bit crazy at one point, and she sees something, and it cuts in with no lead-in. There's no, uh, and then quiet, and then jump scare. It's just in the middle of a fucking scene. It cuts right away to it and shows you something scary and then cuts back. And that's the one. I didn't even have time to scream. I just got hot. Like, I felt my body warm up when we saw it. It was... That, and I was pissed. Oh, I was I was furious. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you, man. Yeah. I, that happened twice on that same day. That's the day I went to that and Manchester by the Sea and Hacksaw Ridge. And Hacksaw Ridge is the other one mm-hmm. um, when they, when he's in the trench and yep. that lights up and there's fucking Asian people like all around him ready to kill him. <laughs> like, I, I just, Asians scare the shit out of Seth. <laughs> you heard it here for folks. But it just like, yeah, it's, it's, that's one of those things that's real quick and it, like in red light. It's yeah. like same thing, nocturnal nails. I, I was mad. I was like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah, because I had rented that, but I never had time to watch it. So. It's a good movie. Yeah, see, I, I kind of heard it was kind of like, what is it, a mystery kind of thriller type thing? Yeah. Huh. Very different. Well, if but I do good. watch it, then I'll be prepared for this. Yeah, I can warn you about where it is because it's it comes out of nowhere, but it's it's a total bitch move. Huh. Uh, any other honorable mentions? Um, I mean, any movie that's scary that I've seen in the theaters just ruined <laughs> me. Um, it's it's a bad movie, but the the it came out like probably 2012, maybe as above, so below, or whatever. I never they... saw that because that's my horror, my to- perfect yeah. nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like this weird, basically kind of like a mix of the Descent, but they go under into the London catacombs. Um, yeah, yeah. Again, that was a date or a double date. Yeah, and I... I just tried to watch like the bottom corner of the movie. But it is just it's it's creepy because there's it's just ugh. yeah they're crawling through catacombs and like they'll see stuff like I remember the trailer had a a car was on fire mm-hmm. and there's like a friend of theirs inside that wasn't supposed to be there yeah like, but yeah. like all of this is happening like in the tunnels down below yeah. it's weird because basically they go down in it but then the way they get out they have to keep going deeper mm-hmm. and then they eventually pop out of a manhole so like that's a spoiler to the end but that's not the movie it's like all of the weird shit that's happening in the middle because uh-huh. i'm pretty sure like it's meant to symbolize like they're going through hell and then they've run into the devil and he's chasing them i don't know it just is just ugh. it's dark it's cut like closed in spaces and someone chasing you yeah i'm not trying to be claustrophobic for movies that's gonna fuck my world up mm-hmm. that's, i'm not interested uh that's gonna do it for a, a very uh we, we got deep on it on some of our fears on this one this was a good edition of uh mambo number five ladies and gentlemen this is mambo number five uh seth has been working hard to find uh find a new edition of our next segment uh jared and i are going to get quizzed on some movie lines this is making the quota what's your name Fuck you! That's my name! My name is Inigo Montoya. And I quote! Seth has found a quote from the IMDb quote section, and he's pretty excited about it. I can see him giggling <laughs> already. chompers away. We need to figure out what movie and what character said the following line. Alright, the quote is, He left me with a little thing called herpes, which I then gave to the dog. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um thing is it's hard because he just reads them like a 
He's just he doesn't read them, them like he would. Oh, I do know it. It's ready to rumble. That's mm. um, It's not ready to rumble. Nope. He left me with a little thing called herpes, which I then gave to the dog. But that's neither here nor there. Does it have like similar actors to that? Or is it the same style of like humor and whatnot? It's a comedy. I was thinking Ready to Rumble. I think Crabs is what he... His, he said his, he left his ex-wife and they meet her and she yeah. says, gave me Crabs. Yeah. But it's not that. Yeah. The, for some reason, this is jumping out of me. I don't even know if it's the movie, but is it Evolution? Mm-mm. Okay. Because I was thinking that came, that came out about the same time as Ready to Rumble. Mm. It's it's obvious. Yeah, like you said, it's the comedy. Is it in the scary movie franchise? No. Dog. You want me to give you the character name? Maybe. Uh, it might help with because his character name might help with the movie. Would we rather have the character name or the actor? Probably the character name. Okay. Because the actor, uh, I didn't really recognize it by the name, but you'll you'll remember it when I give it all. I think uh, the character name is Barry, the oral in- oral sex instructor. Oh. Uh, uh... Oh God! Uh, old school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, remember yeah. who plays him? Andy Dick. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's a carrot, and then he beats him up in the kitchen. Yep. <laughs> Wait, what good... part is that though? When they're doing the the sec the. Wait, and that's that they say it in that scene. Yeah. Oh. Huh. So Andy Dick gave herpes to his dog. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. I like his character in that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's well. weird. Because isn't one of the one of the guys shows back up and it's like yeah, it's Will Ferrell. Yeah, and he thinks that uh, he's his wife him. is yeah. yeah. Because he looks through the window and because they're doing they're doing blowjob lessons. Like, oh, the shadow! <laughs> and yeah, and it looks like she's blowing him. Yeah. Man, that's uh, man. I failed. I I wanted this was my debut, but didn't. They still got it though. Well, it, yeah. After a hint, we had to get a hint. It was yeah, bullshit. you get one point. Yeah, Cody gets zero. I get nothing. You get <laughs> day. nothing. These good are hard, day, though. sir. Quotes out of context are difficult. Oh yeah, especially when you don't get a couple mm-hmm. lines. But this was a good one. We ended up on old school Andy Dick. This weekend, making the quote. Old school dick. <laughs> What's your name? Fuck you. That's my name. My name is Inigo Montoya. And I quote. All right. Uh, we got a couple trailers to talk about and then a movie review. Let's jump into movies. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Movies. Big stuff going on this week. Um, not a lot of movies coming out. Uh, we'll get to the one that we saw this weekend in a second. But first, uh, we got a couple trailers to talk about for some upcoming superhero projects. And these were both uh, second trailers. So we are learning a little bit more about each of these projects. Uh, the first is Hellboy. And we got a Red red Band trailer for the new Hellboy, which is starring David Harbour, who I think is a great cast and is looking pretty cool. Uh, as as the titular Hellboy, um, I have not seen this Red Band trailer, but I think the two of you have. What 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 do you think of this one? I know, by the way, uh, there is a trailer reaction at Jared Buckendall on the YouTube, so go check that one out. We'll link to it in the description box as well. Do it to it, people. Um, Seth, you want to go first? I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm excited for this movie. The thing is, I I'm gonna say that the first trailer was still better because I think the song choice, uh, Moni Moni. This, <laughs> this one has what is it? Uh, Deep, deep purple. I don't know. It's like dun dun dun. Smoke on the dun, water. Dun. Yeah. yeah, there yep. we go. Playing like a deep bass in the background. Um, there's it. It looks, you know, definitely rated R. There's going to be a lot of action. I'm liking what David Harbour's bringing to the role, um, and also kind of exploring the because I'm not too familiar with the Hellboy lore, so kind of like getting into some of that stuff looked fun. 
Um, I will say some scenes, and mind you, it may make more sense when the movie comes out, but there's one scene or sequence that I'm just very much like the CGI or mm. whatever. It just looks off from the rest of the trailer. So maybe they'll touch up on that a little bit. Um, it's definitely going to be a little bit more CG heavy than some more like practical because I don't, I don't entirely remember the first few that came out, what, six, seven years ago mm-hmm. now? The Ron Perlman um, ones? I, yeah. I enjoyed those. Yeah, I liked the, Ron they, they were fun. Um, I think it might even come out later than that. Like, it would have been, I think, in the 2000s. Ten, ten, wow. So, wow, man, that's been a long time. I think they were before 2010. Okay. Because yeah. I remember them always being on FX, but yeah, I think that... FX has the movies. Yeah, <laughs> FX got the movies. Um, it's... I'm excited for it. It's not. It was almost in my anticipated top ten, um, but I think that there's a lot of other stuff that's going to be better than that. I, I'm going to go to it. I'm going to have a great time. You know. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I'm glad we got to see with the Red Band trailer a little bit more of what the movie's going to be like. Because like with a normal trailer, they have to keep it where they can show everyone all in all audiences. But I think this one betrays the tone of the movie a little better. Yeah. Um, I think actually, like looking with the looks of the movie, um, I think David Harper is all practical with his outfit and stuff. Um, he said, I think I'd listened to an interview. He'd spent like four or five hours a day on makeup doing that, which would suck. So he looks cool. I think all that looks cool. They gave a little bit more of the story. Um, I'm excited for it. I wasn't really initially when they announced it. I don't care about Hellboy, but I do enjoy David Harper. Pretty much a lot of the same stuff though that I said the first time. Just getting to see a little bit more of the tone and the action and the language and stuff is pretty mm-hmm. cool so yeah they they kind of steered into a little bit more dark humor yeah the one thing that i made it, it might land the way that they executed but it was kind of like action scene and then all of a sudden cut to like a funny jokey line mm-hmm. and you know a lot of movies they can execute that very well um hopefully it's just not out of nowhere where it's like super heavy action serious and then like a jokey line that just ruins the tone um i have faith in this movie it's just some stuff, maybe not so much, but again, it's not like I'm a huge Hellboy fan that mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this better make it or break the franchise and this and that. This is one I'm excited about as well. Um, partially because, just like you said, Jared, I don't know really anything about Hellboy, so everything about this is going to surprise me. And it's it's so far away from the MCU and other superhero movies that we've come to expect that I think it has potential to surprise. So we shall see. Uh, April 12th is the release date for Hellboy. Um, let's see. Second trailer. Uh, personally, I'm less optimistic about this film. It is the upcoming X-Men project, probably the last X-Men project with this cast, uh-huh. uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix. So this is, uh, Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones is playing Jean Grey, who is, uh, going to go all Dark Phoenix and try to kill some fucking people. She does have the fire crotch going on. As wow, that's pitiful. Wow. <laughs> We can't say fire crotch, I guess. Um, actually, maybe we should ask the listeners. Let us know. Are you allowed to say fire crotch anymore? We, I, I don't know. No. The social justice workers are taking fire crotch Those from goddamn us. SJWs are ruining <laughs> movies for me. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is pushing a propaganda agenda that I don't like. <laughs> Superheroes are men <laughs> and not women. <laughs> Um, Dark Phoenix, uh, I did see this trailer and I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be optimistic about this movie and I I do want to see it. I like the storyline. I really enjoy this cast. I'm just not getting the magic feeling from this. It just doesn't really seem right. It's been pushed back a lot. It's been reshot a couple times 
and nothing about the trailer is really hooking me in. I, I at best maybe we'll see a really good Sophie Turner performance, but I'm not. I'm just not. None of this really seemed to actually fit the gravity that they're trying to go for as mm-hmm. well. This is supposed to be a really big comic, and mm-hmm. it doesn't have. We watched the Avengers trailer today, Avengers Endgame, and. I said to you guys, like, there's no doubt. Like, you watch that trailer, and there's no doubt in your mind that this is the biggest shit. Uh-huh. Like, they, they do a really good job, especially with the music, of making you understand the gravity of what's going on. Uh-huh. And Dark Phoenix just really didn't have that. I don't, yeah. I don't see the stakes in it. And it's it looks shot fine. I mean, they spent their money well, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem, yeah. to me, like something that's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, they, they've... X-Men has... I've never been a huge fan of X-Men to begin with. I like to, you know... I think I've liked about half of them that have come out. But they seem to have lost momentum, especially after Apocalypse. And I think they kind of know that. And along with that, too, having the Fox deal go through and, and Disney going to own them, it just seemed like they put this out for maybe a money grab or something. I don't know. But uh, it's, it's someone someone commented that made me laugh. It's um, This is a remake of the the worst X-Men movie, and it already looks <laughs> yeah. like it's going to be the worst X-Men movie. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Yeah, like I, I've, I did a trailer reaction for it, and there's some people jumped in there and uh, kind at of, Jared Buckendall. Yeah, do it. Check it out. You know, like, share, subscribe. Seriously, <laughs> I need to quit my job. But some people jumped in there and they were like, "Oh, don't compare this to the Last Stand. Like, this isn't that." And it's like it's the same story. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. that this is a very rich comic story, a rich comic line um, that they had built up. But I hate to say it, but you had a stink in 2006 with The Last Stand. It was bad. And if you're going to do that, there's a lot of similarities. I understand that it's going to be different, but there's a lot of similarities, and people relate that to something that's bad. Yep. Um, I mean, just going into this movie, unfortunately, there is a bad stink. I'm trying to stay positive, but just the word of mouth, the fact that they keep moving it, and the fact that this is the same company that was supposed to release New Mutants in 2000 like uh, last april yeah it was supposed to come out over a year uh, yeah something like that it was supposed to come out a long time ago it was on my most anticipated for 2018 yeah because they, it was supposed to be something different with superheroes like superheroes plus horror and that disappeared and then like this they they changed the release date to something i think in april then that night after they dropped a trailer or a post or something they moved it again uh-huh. and it comes out in the midst of summer and summer's big um i don't i'm not sure what else comes out around that weekend but yeah you can just tell that maybe it was reshoots and stuff like i saw a side by side photo of one scene of Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique, and then another scene, and the the uh, makeup is significantly in one of them. It's like she did her own makeup, and one of them's like professionally <laughs> done. So maybe it's reshoots. Maybe it's just like I don't want to have to do more makeup. It's, yeah. I mean, you you've heard the stink coming from her that she's just not into the role, and I think that. You know, there might be some good things about this, but again, with with Fox being bought by Disney or whatever, the, these characters aren't going anywhere. It's mm-hmm. like, why care about them? Because they're not going to... This is the last movie, Yeah, and Apocalypse didn't do well. They, they had hyped that up, but then all the bad stuff that came out that said... Uh, Oscar Isaac looked like Ivan Ooze from Power Rangers. <laughs> like, they just got bad, bad press for that. I uh, pulled up uh, pictures of Mystique, and uh, that's going to be very distracting. So I'm going to have to close these. Mystique, is, <laughs> Mystique, uh, Mystique can absolutely get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not stoked for this. I'm not. I, I'll no. go see it. I'll hope it's good, maybe. But it's a shame because I really enjoy this cast. Yeah. 
June 7th on X-Men Dark Phoenix. Uh, we'll link to the description box in case you want to see it. We're also going to link to Jared's trailer reactions for Hellboy and for Dark Phoenix. So make sure you're checking those out over on the YouTube. Oh, I hit like three buttons <laughs> by accident there. That Remix. probably sounded like a sneeze. At Jared Buckendall. Is the place to go for those YouTubes. Uh, let's get into a movie that we all saw this week. Uh, this movie was released on the 28th Paddleton. of February. Paddleton is good. Yeah. Let's talk about Paddleton. We'll get to this Just other a quick one. thing. Yeah, Quickie yeah. about Paddleton. So Paddleton is the Mark Duplass and Ray Romano. Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Independent movie on <laughs> Netflix that just came out. Deborah. <laughs> And it's, uh, uh, it's, it's, I mean, the, the tone is going to shift in a second here. Oh, yeah. Um, Mark Duplass and Ray Romano are very good friends. They're besties for, for the resties. And, uh, Mark <coughs> Duplass finds out that he's terminally ill. And so it's about the last little bit of his life and their friendship with one another. It's a lot of like discussion between the two of them and deals basically with death and, and the fear thereof. Um, and then how you prepare to move on when someone you you are friends with leaves. So it's an interesting, I mean, absolutely a totally emotional movie. There are mm. some really good emotional scenes in this. Um, I really, I think the, most of the movie just lies in the, the chemistry and the dialogue between the two mains. And I thought they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. And I thought that, I think what they did with the dialogue here was cool in that it wasn't like lilting and poetic. It was seemed pretty realistic. Right. Just like a couple guys chatting. Um, and it's just a nice, simple, tight movie uh, that had its message and, and I thought was was well done. I enjoyed it. Right. Um, I had it. Uh, it, it it's uh, near the top of my list for 19, 2019 movies because it's everything's been butt so far. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what did you guys think of Paddleton? Yeah, like this just popped up on Netflix and I was like, oh, I think it's what, 90 minutes, maybe a little less. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is a super quick watch. Turned it on. It's very much like, it's not going to be for everyone because this is very dialogue heavy, character heavy, a very intimate story. And I, I, I was kind of blown away because... I didn't realize how powerful kind of a message and, you know, this friendship of these two people. And I, I really dug it. It's, it's, it's got humor at times and it's very much got like this emotional kind of like gut wrenching thing that this could happen to someone, you know, and it's like, what are you going to do with the last couple days of your life? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's, it's kind of a weird buddy road trip movie too. Yeah. It's got a lot of cool elements. Like yeah. That. Yeah, I, not a lot I can add. I think we've we've kind of talked through all. It's of such it. a it's very simple yeah. but very well done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean Netflix has these hidden gems that mm. you should really go and check out. Yep, and uh, I know like especially Mark Duplass, check out like all of his stuff because his stuff is really good, very different, unique. Uh, Room 104 is it? What no, what, what's the one where uh, it's him and his wife? The and... one I love. Yes. Oh that's my the one. god, Dude. that one. That's that's I maybe feel like the every highest. Now and then we you, just bring that one up. Have you seen? Yeah. It? You've seen it. Yeah. Right? We. Okay. I mean, I, when I think right before you guys started this podcast, we had talked about it at that yeah. like cookout mm-hmm. or barbecue or yeah. whatever. Yeah. 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 And yeah. We we had a good whew, thirty minute conversation about that movie. I awesome think. movie. That's a SoCo favorite. The one I love. I think you can maybe see it on Amazon. It's on something right now. It's I think. somewhere out there. It's called The One I Love. It's um, Mark Duplass and Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. And it's a super awesome movie. And yeah. let, let's give it this week's retro recommend. We don't need roads. But there's that. Um, of course, Room 104. He's done all, he's written a lot of those. Um, what's the one with Aubrey Plaza that he did? Oh, uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. Friend yeah. at the end of the world or something? No, that's Steve Carell. Yeah. And, um, oh, okay. it's uh, safety not guaranteed. Where's your yes, time travel? Yes, yeah, safety yeah, not yeah. guaranteed. Dude, that one's good. That's a good. Yeah. One. 
So he's and he's just writing like he. I heard him on a podcast recently. He just talked. He talked about like he just chooses stuff that is interesting and different. You can dive into. It's very simple and um, mostly character based, but then has some weird premises. None of them cost money to make. Um, yeah, and see that's the thing is like exactly all of the what three, four, or five that he's done. I've really enjoyed them. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Duplass definitely doing his thing. Paddleton is getting a recommend from the three of us. You can check it out on Netflix. P-A-D-D-L-E-T-O-N is yeah. the way to spell that one. A uh, little impromptu review there. So uh, let's get to the one we knew we were going to talk about. The the new horror movie, Chloe Grace Moretz-led uh, Greta. It's a story of basically a, an old lady that becomes a stalker uh, to Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz's character, and uh, Francis, I know that we're all on, we're all on slightly different pages on Greta. Uh, Jared, what did you you go first? What did you think on, on of Greta? Uh, I mean, I was super excited to go see this movie, and then when I came out of this movie, I was not excited to see this movie. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just kind of subverted subverted my expectations a bit because I thought it was going to be this like really interesting thriller with these kind of like deeper themes, but. It just kind of was. I, I guess I. By the time this comes out, my review should be out. But I've said that it was very much at sur- Jared Buckendall. Yeah, check me out at Jared Buckendall. Um, I thought it was very much surface level. There was a lot of things set up that they could have dove into the details on. Um, after you guys give your stuff, I can maybe go into more specifics. But mm-hmm. yeah, it just. I I thought that it didn't hit for me. A little flat for Jared. Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah, there's. Now I'm thinking back on it. Just like there's not a ton for me to <laughs> talk about with it, but uh, at least without kind of spoiling it, but. Um, yeah, I, like we talked about it in the car ride uh, home, which we didn't record. That was our first ride home in a while. We haven't <laughs> Dang recorded. That was a strange. Could have had a yeah. J- JB exclusive there. Yeah. yeah, I I'm not a. I've realized I'm not a fan of Chloe Grace Moretz at all. Um, I didn't like Cameron Post. That one I saw. I, I didn't. I didn't like her specifically in Cameron Post. I, I I don't get a lot of the hype on her. Um, and she just seems to play the same character in all of her movies and and part of for me why I wasn't into this movie as much because I, I wasn't buying into the fact that she was the character she was supposed to be mm-hmm. um, I just felt she was very vanilla and plain and being herself um, and it wasn't something that like anytime she's being emotional and crying or whatever the whole thing with her and her mom and stuff um, I just never bought any of that and I feel like they're kind of at the beginning of the movie like right away it's like mom stuff mm-hmm. and I felt like that could have been maybe a little more subtle, um, and and I know they did it to kind of buy her relation, buy into her relationship with Greta, but at the same time, it just like for me, I was right away not bought into this whole world. There's elements I liked though. I mean, I did like the chick who played Greta; she did a good oh, job. Yeah. Uh, She's very creepy and and um, Isabella made sense. Hubert. Yeah, it, it made it, so her actually made sense to me why she would kind of be nuts, but also like she's nuts, so mm-hmm. you can't be sympathetic with her. I liked parts of what her friend like the the friend was i don't know i it just there i you talked about it too like um after we talked after we saw it like there's i wanted to like this movie more but it just for whatever reason didn't hit mm-hmm. it doesn't really it gets in its own way a couple times unnecessarily it does a couple things that is like why do that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um I think when when this movie works really well is when Greta is being creepy. I think yes. that was really effective. 
when she's doing some following around and showing uh-huh. up in places she's not supposed I thought that was really well and I was afraid of Greta like I was yeah. I was afraid of her she worked really well yep. I will agree with you that the, the scenes that were that were to be driven by Chloe Grace Moretz herself mm-hmm. were not very strong mm-hmm. and the, the writing here is weak yeah. and I, I'm higher on her as an actress than you are mm-hmm. But I, but we can agree on the fact that the writing made it tough for her to come yeah. out looking good. Yeah. In this, uh, the friend who you mentioned, who uh, I'm gonna pull up her name because I do want to shout her out. Um, um, real quick, Jared. There. So you talk about the writing real quick while you, while you pull it up. Um, there was a scene. That, so there's comedy in this movie that was yeah. really weirdly misplaced. Yeah. There's one scene that I got really stuck on, and I still is really stupid. But um, the the. Um, Greta sends Chloe Grace Moretz flowers. Yeah. And the friend goes, Yes. The friend goes, um, If those are for me, I'm going to dry hump you. And the guy goes, I wish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing is there was those little tiny things that definitely, it's like, that shouldn't have been in this movie, but I kind of appreciated it because it gave us that that weird, oh, like, it was what horrible. am I watching? <laughs> it was horrible. So, uh, Maka Monroe is okay. the name of the actress who plays her friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the lead in It Follows. Oh, which okay. is one of my favorite horror movies since 2000. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, really, really good one. And honestly, like every time I saw her on screen, I was mad that I wasn't watching It Follows. Like yeah. that was that's what I was thinking about during her scenes. There's a, there's a lot that so for me, what works well in this movie works well enough for me to be more forgiving of the other stuff. Okay. I think that that's kind of where I I am a little bit higher than both you guys on this. Um, but I do recognize that it, it, it was not super well put together yeah. uh, by any means. Structurally, it's got problems. Dialogue-wise, it has problems. The, the, the plot has problems. What Greta is able to do, in some cases, has problems. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, so it's a little strange, but I dug it as a sort of a stalker, scary movie, right? Because it's, again, for me, it comes back down to like the whole claustrophobia thing because she can't do anything about Greta because she's just following her around and being yeah. creepy and so the idea of her constantly being there is effective to me as yeah. a horror tactic and i mm-hmm. thought that they did that part well enough that i was like i don't care that chloe grace Moretz crying with her dad is is lame yeah i i had said that um you know is it the the lady that played greta she's she was the highlight of that i mean there's one scene where she's like almost dancing around Mm-hmm. Uh, barefoot like that that was creepy mm-hmm. um you know you kind of know what i'm talking about there but also the tone of this uneasy it felt very much uneasy because you can't get away from this girl but the thing that i had problems with was with definitely the the structuring of it where one scene it's like they're they're hating each other or whatever and then the next they're having dinner together i don't know mm-hmm. it just maybe i was in and out of the movie but um also like i mentioned not getting into the details like um this this character of like a friend of someone that's kind of introduced they they talk to this friend but i was just like why are we talking to this person like do you guys remember that part where the daughter's friend Mm -hmm. showed up um and was like who are you and it's like i have why'd she have her phone why i just didn't understand a lot of that and then also i don't want to spoil anything but Mm -hmm. also like what what's going on in the basement you know yeah i was Mm -hmm. just like are you doing this every week? Is this a weekly tradition? <laughs> right. Like, how how long have you been getting? It, I guess I maybe looked at this from a real aspect. I'm just like some of this just doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. They, which is really frustrating, right? Because they they do some things that are really smart. There's mm-hmm. a scene where Greta is she's 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 keeping other people away 
from her in a really smart way. Yes. In order to keep from arousing suspicion at one point with the... Mm. Yeah, that, that, that was very smart. Like that, that I think was really smartly done. But then they miss an opportunity to be smart in other ways that are very obvious. Like the basement scene just seems very strange and out of place because they don't elaborate it. So it's like every time they take a step forward, it's two back. Yeah. And I think that's what's frustrating about it because there's a good movie here. Mm-hmm. And they just slightly kind of missed it. Well, and I guess I said uh, that the pacing was off because, you know, it's it's revealed early in the movie that this person is crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The middle part just is like, it just keeps hammering. Oh, yeah, she's crazy. She's mm-hmm. crazy. It's crazy. And it's like, give me more. Like, what is going on? Why is she crazy? What happened? What happened in her past? Is she lying? Is this a real person? And also diving in when the details again. I thought that they'd more jump into this, like... You know, obviously, Chloe Grace Moretz had lost her mother. Mm-hmm. I thought they'd more dive into this. She's looking at her as a new mother mm-hmm. role. It's mentioned but from the friend once or twice, but I never felt like that's exactly what this person was doing. I wanted more themes from that, I guess. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's the lack of theme that makes everything just seem really yeah. flat, right? It does, you don't, like we talked about Dark Phoenix, you don't, you don't get a sense of real stakes or real drama here. Um, so it just is kind of, I think it doesn't the- have much depth. The thing I think I would have done differently if I were making this would be to be a little more subtle with the mother thing. Because I think, yeah, they don't necessarily outright, other than the friend saying it, but I think it would have made more sense if they would have subtly kind of done that. And then eventually they build this relationship through, like, I lost my mom, um, you know, I just have been kind of lost, and then Greta slowly starts to... Yeah, it would have um, worked that way, but it's just kind of dumped on you in one yeah. scene. Well, the, the the right at the beginning is like, I lost my mom, I didn't answer the phone, you need to call your dad, it's been hard since I lost my mom. <laughs> That's the first five minutes. Yeah. And so, like, right away, they hit you on the head with that, and I would have liked it if they would have slow, slow burned it, built the relationship up, and then once she realizes she's crazy and figures it out, that's when it's like a big, mm-hmm. huge emotional thing or a big kind of surprise. And I know that the premise of the movie is built on that fact, but at least could have built to that point and made it a little more uh, impactful. And then also uh, just eliminate the humor. I, that For me, <laughs> that that made it feel like two different movies at times for me. Some of the humor was just so different than what they had been presenting. Now, the the humor of like her acting weird and dancing and stuff, I liked that. Do yeah, that, because that shows how like crazy, crazy she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like when when the, the, the friend is like making sex jokes and stuff like that randomly. I liked the friend, but I didn't like this, the random humor that came out of it. That, mm-hmm. out of it. The end when they eventually, you know, the conclusion happens, she's still making jokes. And I'm like, this just doesn't feel right to me Yeah, for what they, what it seemed like the movie is going for, at least with the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there, and you could even edit, I mean, take the same shots. You could edit together another movie too, mm-hmm. right? That's Where, exactly what I had said in my review. Yeah. If they're, so you find out this is, very vague spoilery i guess just the structure of this movie you find out she's evil right away Mm -hmm. and then you get evidence of her being evil over time having that flipped like you mentioned Mm -hmm. let's find out over time that she's creepy and then have that crescendo up into some event oh yeah um makes i think a ton more sense like uh misery does that really well where uh kathy bates's character Mm -hmm. you really like her for a long time and then then she's crazy they lead with Greta, Greta's crazy five minutes into her being on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you would have moved that around, where um, maybe that restaurant scene or her standing outside of the restaurant or just showing up at her apartment mm-hmm. before the reveal at the house with the dinner, mm-hmm. that would have worked a lot better. But yeah. it's like dinner. Here's all this stuff that we've already we already know, mm-hmm. and then the end. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was very. I don't know. Maybe did it did it go by quick? Because it's a quick movie. It's like ninety some minutes. It did drug a little bit. Okay, yeah, I thought it was the longest movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not great for me. It, it was it was watchable. I enjoyed my time seeing it, but I, you won't hear me accusing it of being a good movie. I mm-hmm. certainly see why why uh, why you guys aren't as high on it as I am. And I just I have a penchant for I I want to enjoy horror movies. Every horror movie I see, I go wanting to enjoy it because we don't see enough. Mm-hmm. Um, decent horror widely released and so maybe it's that predisposition that I well I, I mean part of that too is horror has been so, held such to a, such a low standard for years uh-huh. that you know supporting you know the crappy movies is you know like because we get some of we have we've had some really good horror movies over the last you know two three years yeah and see that's um, the thing is like those those what heck maybe 10 now mm-hmm. of ones that have really stepped up their game mm-hmm. stood out in these last few years like this would have been great but those ones are just kind of a shining example of like we can be better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah this one didn't it didn't try for much like, you know um truth or dare i know it's one you saw and i had fun with truth or dare i well, really did a, but it wasn't ridiculous movie. it just is paint by numbers horror film featuring truth or dare like mm-hmm. it's nothing about it surprises you and greta's kind of a, this well anyway. even like escape room i know is a movie you liked um, did you, I, I went in the middle of the road. I think I ended up giving it about a three, okay. mm-hmm. five, but even that is like, that's a really, really stupid premise, but mm-hmm. they made it work. Well, the, yeah. it's it was better than it deserved to be. Yeah. yeah. The production yeah. The set set up, all that stuff was mm-hmm. great, but it was just very, yeah. Like, okay, we get it. Mm-hmm. So we have not yet gotten what I would, what most people would call a good horror movie mm-hmm. yet this, this year in 2019. Well, it's but early. Jordan, Jordan Peele's us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, will be our, I think, our first real shot at that in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. All right, that's gonna do it for this week's movie review. The movie's Greta, and I, I don't think any of us is recommending Greta. No, I, I think I gave it like a one point three out of five. Whoa! So like, Yikes! I don't know. I gave it low. I, and see, that's the thing. Out of us three, I was probably the one that didn't like it the most because mm-hmm. I was just, I guess, I was just offended at the time that. It just took from me. Yeah. <laughs> 1.3 out of 5 uh, snow plows, right? No, it's oh. a 1.3 out of 5 Subway handbags, and I'm going to Photoshop Subway logo on a handbag. So. <laughs> Subway handbags is good. Uh, Greta is the film. Uh, if you saw it and you have different thoughts than us, let us know at uh, underscore Cody Michael, at Soko Chopat, at Seth O'Ott, and... At Jared Buckendall. It's funny that we don't have yeah, you sounders for have our sounders, own handles. Yeah. I say that every fucking time. We don't we need them. One for yours. Um, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you thought. And don't forget to check out the official review. At Jared Buckendall. And uh, comment nice things on his on his video as well. Yeah, call me Pitbull. Like subscribe. There you go. Actually, yeah. Or Pitbull. Me. Yeah, Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Or the Mr. big man. The, the big man. man. Jared Buckendall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for movies. We are uh, just about ready to finish the show, but we, uh, we all decided this week that we would share... Uh, our one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. So we are uh, back in Iowa. We are on location uh, doing doing the show for the first time in a long time. And one of the things that Seth and I used to do a lot of, and that, that Jared is, is uh, I think, exploring, is the world of stand-up comedy. Mm. And uh, I recently, this week, uh, was able to go back and do my uh, do my comedy thing at an open mic in Cedar Rapids that I used to, that I used to frequent. And uh, uh, even though this sounds very stupid as a thing to do, and I'm not excited that we're going to do it, um, we're going to we're going to play uh, my my eight minutes of stand up uh, and and have our reaction to it. Nice. And uh, I will say, um, I was a little drunk 
Uh, so like there's there's some mumble in here, and I think I like flat out forgot to say a couple things. <laughs> so well, I, feel like I know I did a little jumping around. Drinking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, we should go back and listen to some of the old ones to play them on the on the show, and go back and listen. I mean, to we we could do some of the old ones. Yeah. I have the, some of them. I'm that actually be, super proud of. That yeah. could be the back in time retro. There you well, go. That's a retro record. The retro yeah. Because I've been. A, I've would you rather it. play one that you like in this time? And I like this one. Okay. I like this one just fine. Okay. Yeah, we can do it. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe if uh, well, let's we'll have some comments if we get any comments or anybody okay. anybody likes the video, then uh, let us know just and maybe we'll piecemeal or something. maybe we'll do more Cody comedy. We Maybe go. we'll do a new segment, Cody, yeah, comedy, Cody comedy, for uh, for going. Comedy. What's the deal with cardboard? <laughs> <laughs> Open mic comedy. It's not board and it's not cards. You didn't hear my segment name. Open mic comedy. Yeah. Yeah, I do Ooh. like that one. Yeah. Open mic. All right, here is uh, here is me, and I'll keep uh, I'll keep the mics hot. Uh, Ooh, so hot. During during it, so let's. Uh, here is Cody Michael. <laughs> I was. Uh, arguing recently with with the girl that I was going out with about basically about who has like better parts you know men or women and we argue about that a lot she, her her point was like I really wish that like I could pee standing up and I was like why because that's not it's not a fun thing to be standing up like it seems fun because you see you see guys like writing their names and it's like it's not as fun as it seems. I'm telling you, okay. And she she said, "I wish I could be standing up." And I was like, "I wish I could have multiple orgasms." And she was like, "So do I, but I would settle for one." <laughs> there, was, there was one girl in the audience who clearly has ne- like she was with her man and she, she doesn't. Never come. Had, there yeah. was one girl specifically. I was like, "Yeah, please." <laughs> I've never had an orgasm. I just want to come once. <laughs> Hey, hey, what are you fucking? Why are you look my clit once? <laughs> I'm having no orgasms. <laughs> zero, zero orgasms here. It's just, it's not. Standing up thing though is it's tricky because if you get to be sitting down, you should just do that, right? Because all you have to do, you get one button zipper if you're wearing jeans. If you're wearing a romper, it's more difficult. You have to take the entire thing off, right? Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. The romper was clearly invented by a very stupid man, okay? Or a very smart man who had cameras in his bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're a guy and you have jeans on, you have, to, you have to unbutton the pants, you gotta undo the zipper, but you can't pull all the way down and sit. You have to pull partially down, open the fly, and you have to reach in you have to do the extra move. You have to reach in, pull out, then Very pee. Deep. And during that time, that's when most people piss on themselves, is during that time. And you don't want to do that. But I don't know why I'm doing it like this. I, I go in with just the pinky to get it. <laughs> the size doesn't matter. It only matters that you're distinguished. That was Seth wrote that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Now is as good a time as any. Uh, my mother is in the room tonight. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, she's in the house. She's from Texas City County. And uh, this is going to be fun. Um, <laughs> uh, funny thing about my mom is, is you, know, you know when you're old enough to realize that you're the second favorite son? Does that ever happen? Has that ever happened to anybody in here? And yeah. Here's the problem. is that I know that my mom is very proud of me, especially... During this, um, but uh, you know, went to school, good grades, went to college, good job, all that stuff. I know my mom was very proud of me. Oh my, my brother's in the army, 
and he lives overseas, and that's the ultimate Trump. Like, I, there's nothing I can do that's gonna over. Like, there's you're never gonna be more. You're never gonna have your parents be more proud of you than the one that's in the military, and that I think is reasonable, right? We're proud of our military people, no doubt about that. Um, and it's as you grow older and you start realizing more and more things about your family, you start thinking about things like that, and you start thinking about you ever. Do you remember how old you were when you started thinking about your family and you started noticing some flaws in them, right? And you were like, you were like, don't worry, honey, this isn't you. <laughs> you know, when you started realizing, like, the big one is, um, did you ever remember, do you remember the first time that you realized that someone in your family was, like, a little bit racist? Did that ever happen? For me, it was, this was a handful of years ago, we were at Thanksgiving watch, um, watching football. And uh, they were doing the national anthem beforehand. And big ass flag is in Dallas, so huge flag, the size of a county. And they're singing the national anthem, someone's doing it way over the top. And my grandpa says, totally unprovoked, we were not discussing this beforehand. He just goes, Muslims are gonna hate this. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? They're not even here. There's no Muslims in here, grandpa. You don't need to you don't need to make that point. It's very strange. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do one on mom uh, we, were, we were coming over we, were, we decided we were going to come she's like oh I want to come see you make a funny <laughs> sorry I should have warned my mom is not a gay man she's from Kentucky that's how, that's how she talks <laughs> she said she wanted to make me funny and she, she goes I was like we're going to go to this county she's like can I heckle <laughs> so no, that's the only thing you're supposed to not do is have like she pulls up to stoplights and she's like, Can I go now? This is not it's the opposite of what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Families are weird, man. There she is. Families are weird. Families are weird. Families are weird. When you find out your families are racist, that's that's a very weird thing. Um, racism though is a real thing. I get it, I understand it. It, it, it's easy to hold it against people, but a lot of times it's the product of the world that they live in. That's true, right? Um, a lot of people just aren't exposed to people of different backgrounds. That's the problem, right? If you watch TV and you only see black people who are shooting and doing drugs, then you, that's what you think black people are. If you're an older person and you only see, if you grew up in the Vietnam era and the only Asian people you knew were jumping out of trees and killing you, that's what you would think Asian people did. That's the truth. That's why this isn't a race thing, but I'm very, I'm afraid of the police because that's the only time we see police is when, I don't know, the, the cop in here is like, oh, fuck again. Uh, <laughs> because it's a lot, it's, it's a lot of, it's been a lot in the news the last few years, cops beating up dudes, and it's not, it's not, here's the thing. I know, as you do, not all Asian people are jumping out of trees and killing you. Okay, you know okay. Let me do it. Let's do this one. It's a lot easier. It's a lot easier for white people to get on this level, right? Uh, there's a lot of Germans that aren't Nazis, right? And there's a lot of priests that don't touch anybody, right? I don't know about there's a lot of cops that don't beat people up. And if we just applied that to everyone, I think it would be a lot easier, right? But that said, there are some cops that like to beat up black dudes, right? And if you're a cop that wants to beat up black dudes, I'm kind of the one you're looking for, right? <laughs> you know who's not the victim of race-based police, police brutality? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He has never been <laughs> No cop is going up to Dwayne Johnson and being like, you look pretty suspicious, I think you need to beat the fuck out of you. No, no one has ever done that. The problem, my problem is that on a scale from one 
to The Rock, I'm just about half a tick above Urkel. So I'm exactly, <laughs> exactly what you're <laughs> if I, Honestly, though, if a cop is going to whoop me, I just, I want him to just, honest, and this sounds more, but just finish me off. Okay? Just finish me off. Because I can't go to jail. I cannot. I cannot go to jail. Look, look. You see me? You see me? Look at this. <laughs> I'm not getting fucked in jail. That is going down. I'm, I'm what is commonly referred to as a day one bitch. No one, no one is questioning that. Day two, my ass is turned into a parking lot. I'm eating more wieners than Joey Chestnut. It's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard uh, did you give me the light? Okay. Uh, it's hard to maintain your black card when you look like this. I'm, I should say, I'm a half, I'm half black, I'm mixed. So, I have a half black card, uh, which is very hard to maintain. Uh, the problem is, like, I, I hook up with a lot of uh, white women, and uh, black people have a, a really high, like, customer service rating, if you know what I'm saying. And it's just, it's hard to live up to. Like, a lot of girls sleep with me, and then, you know, they do go back. And it's not, <laughs> it's not supposed to happen. So I'm just, I'm like, av I'm totally average. I'm totally average. Like, I'm not the best layer, not the worst layer that you're gonna have this year. I'm like Applebee's. I'm like the Applebee's of sex. Like, I'll eat good in the neighborhood. I totally will. And if you ask me to, I'll do two for 20. <laughs> And I'm gonna get out of here on that one. Thank you guys for coming. <laughs> oh shit, that was good. The Applebee's joke is one of my favorite ones. Two for twenty. So we had a pretty fun. We had a pretty fun turnout that night, and my mom was hysterical, and she was a good sport. Uh, you probably can't hear it as well on the podcast, but I definitely did a, a, a pantomime of getting my dick out of my pants to pee, mm -hmm. and she was she was pretty. Um, a pretty good sport about it. I really wanted her to yell out, "It's not that big, baby." <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had a couple of jokes. I was gonna like if she got out of line and started heckling me, I was gonna try see if I could embarrass her. Um, but uh, I didn't have to go to any of that, so she was pretty nice. It was good. fun. So yeah, maybe maybe we'll do some more comedy. And Jared, you've been thinking about doing the the stand up thing yourself. Yeah, it's just I. I keep saying I don't have enough time. It's just I need to organize my shit and whatnot. Well, because the thing is, over the years, I i mean, it's messy. I'd have to go through and clean it up um, and organize it. But I have like 12 pages of just stupid ideas. Like, same with uh, those JB sketches that are coming out. I have, now I probably have like 36 ideas. Mm -hmm. I just need to go through and actually mm -hmm. go through the details. It's just, I'm good at coming up with ideas quality and organizing and making it flow using a pinky to get my dick out of my jeans so, you know it's those <laughs> little one details rule. it's those details <laughs> number one rule of comedy yeah um you have a little over a month about i know a month and, and see that's the thing is like you want me to do it when i come up there and i feel like i'm going i need to i need to get on that shit because, got a deadline on it yeah yeah so maybe maybe um, maybe in late april we'll be able to have we'll have jables comedy uh, on the show yeah <laughs> well uh, that's actually one of my new shows or whatever is supposed to be a comedy. I'm, I don't have a name. I don't have a promo yet, 
but that's going to be one that's coming out supposedly this year. Ooh, so yeah. we'll see if we I can actually get that. Yeah. So let's pivot to that because you did this past week have a big announcement on the page. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about what what's what are we what are we expecting going forward for the JB channel at Jared Buckendall. <laughs> well, uh, it's just you know I'm I'm strictly kind of just doing movie reviews and trailer reactions, but I. I like I like to throw my own personality out there, so I kind of want to pivot a little towards comedy skits, jokey, just ridiculousness, and uh, JB sketches like sketch comedy. So I'm going to start doing that, and I just put out a promo, and then also um, I was talking to my sister, and she was like, "You need to just kind of have like a like a schedule almost." So every month I want to try to do a JB sketch, a JB classic, which are those just stupid some people think i'm they're actually i reviewed these movies in the 90s and they're from a vhs <laughs> no, they fucking don't yeah. think that someone legit asked me they're like how'd you convert this from a vhs oh I'm my like, god you? i'm like thank you <laughs> that's awesome though well, that's an like ultimate compliment yeah and also it's funny because they're like you haven't aged a bit <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like awesome you're like i'm actually 52 yeah oh, you and jen aniston oh, haven't oh, aged oh, since the late oh, 90s um so yeah i want to do a jb sketch a jb classic um, a movie's explained poorly. This, this actually, I don't. That's even, a fun. That's I, a fun one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that many people watch those, but I just did it out of nowhere because that that could have fallen into the sketches. Mm-hmm. But I have so much fun just it, horribly explaining a movie I've never seen, <laughs> and then putting Photoshop dumb stuff in there. Um, so one of those, and then like a ranking video. So like, um, maybe I'm trying to think. Maybe like next month it'll best be, DP. Yeah, best. Well, I was, I was gonna rank the sex scenes in the room, even though <laughs> oh, it's the yeah. same one every yeah. single time. Um, but just you yeah, kinda... are my love, you are my rose, <laughs> you are my rose. <laughs> so yeah, I want to do funny ones, but also serious ones. Like I'm, I'm sure when the MCU comes out with Endgame, I'm gonna try to rank all those, but do it in a very unique way from everyone else. Top five dustings. Yeah. yeah, top Ooh. five dustings. I mean, Spidey's got to be number one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sponsored by Swiffer Wet Jack. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of just getting more towards a, a, a routine or a schedule because I want to kind of, you know, like series or like, hey, here's eight episodes of this. It's going on a break, and mm-hmm. then eight episodes of this it's going on a break. I kind of want to just do something like that. Got it. Yeah. That's a lot of stuff. A lot of fresh, hot, hot, fresh, steaming content. Yeah. From the big man. From the big man. <laughs> Over on the tubes. <laughs> at Jared Buckendall. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Jared, where can uh, where can the folks find you? Other than... At Jared Buckendall. Where, where can the folks you find you? You can find me at the big man. The big man. <laughs> on Pornhub, Red Tube, <laughs> porn. Tasty Black. Tasty Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, you can find me at Jared Buckendall on what, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, basically everything. Um, yeah, you got to lock down your username, full name, in case of when you do get famous or murder someone so then they can easily find you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you have it. Make sure you're checking out all the goodies that Jared is putting up. We're going to link to everything, Jared, in the description box, as we always do. Uh, lots of good stuff in there. You can check out some merch. Get some shirts and shit. Yeah, That's yeah. Um... If, you, if you want to buy some merch, I haven't been peddling that that much. I feel I feel like, hey, go buy my shirts on <laughs> <T-Public>. <laughs> I don't know. You what's your, what's your T-Public shirts? website? 
Uh, it's, I think it's just Jared Bucknell at T Public. T Public. Yeah, T Bag.org. T Bag.org. Get your own. Don't pr- go to T Bag.org. I've been there. Get your At org? Yeah. What about EDU? Well, it's the T Bag Association. Oh, they yeah, own Andy Dick yeah. teaches the T Bagging uh, uh, website. <laughs> the T Bag Cinematic Universe. Oh, God. <laughs> Skinematic Universe. Oh, oh no. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Don't watch well, those in 3D. Shit. D. We <laughs> okay. There's any anybody else got any dick jokes before we finish it out? No, we don't. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm falling a little short on this one. <laughs> oh, okay. There it is. The segment's becoming flaccid. Oh yeah. no, it is pretty hard. <laughs> that was. <laughs> We're gonna end this one with a nice big mushroom stamp. Oh, oh no! God. Splash. <laughs> you guys need to quit jerking around. <laughs> All right, that was a mile. Yeah. That was a mile spent for the penis. The penis appears in a lot of films. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that is going to take us to the end of a very fun uh, episode number eighty-four. We want to thank our special guest Jared for joining the show. At Jared Buckendall. Always a pleasure to have you on. No, thank, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't he's know like, I was supposed to say he's something. Like, uh, no, he's like, fuck you guys. Seriously, I, I, thank you so much for go- you guys coming down, hanging out, and whatnot. I usually am just fucking making videos by myself, so this is great. Yeah, we're interfering probably, with your You're probably uh, going to take me out and kill me with alcohol again, but well worth it. If we can play some Halo or Jurassic Park or something like that. Goddamn right. We got some video games and beers in our future, and it's going to be glorious. I need I think. some food. Yeah, we got to get some meats, too. Mm. Uh for show note, it's uh, currently about 8 o'clock on a Saturday night. This is what we're doing. Yeah. We're just three men hanging out, talking S-A-T-U-R. about the X-Men. Talking about dicks in the X-Men with the, yeah, can't say fire crotch anymore. No, can't say fire crotch anymore. The Twitter poll said They've circumcised your language. Oh, that's a perfect one to go out on. This has been episode 84 of the SoCo Show. For Jared Buckendall and Seth Ott, this has been Sir Fisty Mick McRobes, McRobes the Third. Sir Fisty McRobes the Third. And we will see you next week. Bye. You got it. <laughs> At Jared Buckendall.